detective. Thrill me. Thanks for joining us for another episode, Thrill Me Podcast, 150th episode. Gentlemen. Who'd have thought? Well, did anyone? <laughs> did anyone in this room think we would have been here at Hopefully you, Andy. 150 no, I certainly did not. <laughs> I certainly did not. I thought we'd, we'd, you know, maybe 10 to 15 and it's all too Just hard. Just out. <laughs> Everybody struggles. Well, luckily, mate, no one can stop you. No, no, that's right. We're, we're still going. We're still kicking. Tonight, 150th episode, we're going to cover Skyscraper, the new rock film from this year. And we're also going to cram in what we've watched and a little bit up or down. So it's a bit of a, you know, super-sized episode, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Let's dive into what we've been watching. I'll go first. I watched The Other Skyscraper. There's <laughs> a second-sized skyscraper. It's on Amazon Prime. It's from 1996. It stars Anna Nicole Smith. Does anyone remember her? I remember, I remember her, but I don't remember the movie. Of course you remember her. Yeah. <laughs> but didn't she sleep with an old guy that died? Yes, yes, she did sleep sleep with an old guy who died, um, and then she died. Uh, That's right, she she died dressed as Marilyn Monroe. Yes. Now, I'll just just give you a little taste of what... She is an absolutely terrible actress. There's a sequence where she's having a shower. How dare you? Does not convince that she knows how to take a shower. Wow, (laughs) that bad. Yes. Follows it up with a sex scene that is... An inch of pornography. <laughs> it's just, it's a hair on one inch. What year is the movie from? <laughs> 96. 96. Yeah, right. I don't know how this didn't come up because I was definitely in high school at that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like something I should have known about. Yeah. If only you had Amazon Prime. Um, <laughs> mate, I said it to you last night. Amazon Prime's catalogue should be taken out. The Lou Diamond Phillips catalogue. There is. I laughed because Lou Diamond and Amazon Prime connected with me. Yeah. I told you you were watching Lou Diamond's catalogue and you accidentally walked into it. There's a sequence where some a couple of henchmen bust out and they look like they escaped from the WWE. Yeah. One bloke's in a full leather duds, black singlet, top, long hair, firing an Uzi with um, fingerless gloves. That sounds just like, uh, that sounds just like um, Diesel. No, it sounds brilliant. like the bad guy from Commando. Absolutely. Sexy, <laughs> it was brilliant. If he had short hair, it'd be all mate with the mesh fucking tank top. <clears throat> and I also up. noticed that on the front cover of the DVD edition, there's a little blurb given by, I can assume, is a review site. Um, it says, Miss Smith gets a kid off. That's the whole review. <laughs> <laughs> well, that tells you to myself, Yes. <laughs> Those are the facts. That's accurate. <laughs> wow. Sounds like a real Absolutely winner. shocking film, but more realistic than the one we just recently watched. <laughs> well, that's not surprising either. Uh, I watched The Fast and the Furious. The first one, the original. Yeah, the original. Look, it's actually not that bad. When the cars are... When, when the car chases are on, it's worth watching. But it seems to me that... I think when I was young, I thought there was more car chases. And then watching it again, I realised the first hour is basically a one car race and that is it and it seems to kind of spin its wheels and do all this heavy lighting and 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 the blurring music and all this sort of stuff to try and smoke and mirrors you into thinking it's more exciting than it is yeah but when it actually gets towards the end with the the heist and everything that stuff's really good i think for the time though i think it was pretty exciting it's just now we've got fast series seven and eight and you're like oh they're not jumping from skyscrapers it's fucking boring they were trying (laughs) some fresh 
like that, there was the early days of CGI, so they had those bits where the the camera goes through the the manifold of the car. Yeah, you see the firing of the um, engine and yeah. the noz. All of that looks fucking stupid now, yeah. but back then it would have looked pretty cool. Yeah. We watched Date Night, Steve Carell. Yep. And um, I haven't seen it. What's her name? Tina Fey. Oh yeah. Yeah, yep. not bad. That's pretty funny, standard. but standard. Yeah. I watched the John McHale show. Mm. Loved it. Good. Uh, we talked about the tattoo from one of the other episodes. This one's better. <laughs> in my book. I still like the first, first one. I still like the first one better, but this one is it's very funny. I'll make I'll make he's the story behind the first it is better. Uh, oh, fair play. Yeah, oh. <laughs> you've got me. <laughs> the anticipation just before they reveal the tattoo is my favourite. The best part about that too, t- tattoo though is you think she's just taking the piss, and then you find out the chick actually just actually shit somewhere. Yeah, that's like, right. And that's yeah. actually like a this. That's this a story. Is what she did. It's a yeah. practical. Yeah. <laughs> funny story. I shit somewhere one time. <laughs> yeah, like, and then they, yeah. When they tell the story, they cut to a shot of her yeah. going, hey. "Yeah, she's like grinning, <laughs> like she's proud of herself." <laughs> I was like, "You're not going on that show if you're a real winner at life." Yeah, like. exactly, exactly. Uh, I watched Fittest on Earth documentary, 2017 CrossFit mm-hmm. Games. Excellent, motivation, really good. preparation. Oh, they're for just tough mutter. Yeah, but they are just watching these people and the the workouts I've got to do. Mm. And it actually came down to the wire. Like, it was really, really tense at the end, you know? Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed it. I watched Glow, first couple of episodes nice. of Glow, um, season two. Really enjoyed it. Quality's still there. I the, think it's better than the first season. The bloke, the guy who runs the show, it makes me laugh Mark, every Mark, single yeah, time. But I also love his offside of the guy who's coked to the eyeball. Yeah, <laughs> with a pretty blow-away and shit. Constantly. And he's, he's big suits. Suits. Horrible shirts. Yeah. I like how they, you know, they end up with him in the announcer role. Yeah. And then as the season goes on, you see him in a couple of other roles. And it's just... It's just piss funny. <laughs> I love that he rolls his sleeves up on his jacket. He yeah, looks like yeah, someone out of Miami Vice. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I watched The Incredibles 2. Really enjoyed it. Yeah. Not quite just a hair behind the first one, but I really liked it. I think they did a great job with it. Um, I watched a, a short kind of doco thing called Made to be Broken. It's about a guy who's... The Appalachian Trail is a 2,000-mile hike. Yeah. Most people do it in four to six months. This guy ran it in 45 days. And it was, I mean, the guy. At one point, the guy was talking, but he just he, he didn't know what he was saying. So he's he was that tired. Yeah. But it was really interesting to see because you know he needed a full crew behind. So him. What was was he going for a record? Yeah, it was a record. Someone had done it in uh, forty six days, I think. So he was trying to break it. Yeah. And just the the shit he put his body through just to get there. So he probably didn't train at all for that, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, what you've got to do to yourself to train to run for 45 yeah, days in the mountains he's just like Joe Schlub and he just decided fuck it is I'm going to run the Appalachian Trail yeah, yeah. so it's Forrest Gump because he was into ultra marathons anyway yeah I assume so yeah and he had a, a crew of guys who were all ultra marathon runners who were running with him and, and helping him out you've got to hate yourself to do that oh. there's got to be something wrong yeah. problem is you're like yes I've done it and then someone else goes and does it and you're like yeah. oh, now someone does it a day yeah, a day quicker you go murder but then you're thinking to yourself all you're thinking is I'm going to go do that again yeah, exactly <laughs> that's what I mean you go like I, I did it and now you've taken it away from me I've got to go back to the drawing board uh. and the last one for me was a obscure one that me and my wife watched called Christine not the, the car, Stephen, Stephen King, King one yeah. it was actually about a, a real life incident where a woman she was a um, news anchor she got on the air in like I think it was 76 or 78 and blew her own head off mm. not on camera what true story yeah oh, shit um, and 
as I said at the end of it, watching it, it was really well made and it was really well acted, but it was like this would have been better as a documentary. Oh, like, it, yeah, it, 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 it didn't. It didn't need to be a movie because the I think the idea behind it was, and, and obviously it went back so far that they hadn't diagnosed it, but I think she might have had like bipolar or depression or something like that. And it was affecting her, and the movie was trying to explain that, mm. but it was just, it didn't really work because it was just, after about an hour, I was just like, Ugh. yeah, I Could don't really know what about. Adam's feel good corner here again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, must have really, you must have a really happy life outside of film. You've got to like watch all this terrible shit to bring yourself down to level. No, but I I've mixed it up there. Shit. <laughs> I watched The Incredibles. I watched The Incredibles and Fast and Furious. Yeah, I don't know if that's an upper or a downer. <clears throat> that's an upper. All right. And that's me. Nice. I guess I, I had a lot of time. These <laughs> did you? <laughs> the disclaimer. <laughs> don't judge me. Yeah, but I didn't. I didn't watch a lot of variety, but I watched Death. volume. Yeah, yeah. yeah, volume was was insane. So I got onto Glow as well. I've got one episode to go on that. Loving it. Absolutely yeah. loving it. The, the the characters are just make you feel good, make you laugh, and yeah, yeah, it's it's solid. I watched this show called The Detectorists, so two seasons of that. It's got uh, Mackenzie Crook in it, who's the oh, who plays Mark. Gareth in the yeah. Office. Yeah, <laughs> so it's uh, it's pretty good because he's picked the one bloke in the world who's weirder looking than he is, so that yeah. makes him look like a cool guy. <laughs> but um, yeah, really good show, good soundtrack. The um, the title track's awesome, and just uh, oh, just like simple simple uh, pleasures in life, and just about sort of. Um, just going out and enjoying your hobbies and how desperate they are to do this even though it is going to affect their relationships but they just love going out and metal detecting stuff it's good for them <laughs> <laughs> it's really fun it's wild <laughs> I, I finished off I went back and I was I was embarrassed after I started watching Unsolved and watched one episode and went nah I'm done with this so I went yeah. back and finished <clears> that 10 episodes of that and one. how was it yeah good good yeah. it actually turned into something it's got um, Jimmy Simpson in it who was his I know him mainly as the, one of the weird cousins in uh, uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Mm. Well, there's his two brothers, sorry, that are just Westworld weirdos. too, isn't he? He's in Westworld as well, yeah. yeah. He's got a real distinct way of talking, but um, just really can... He's got acts with a lot of conviction in this, and he, I think, holds a, a half the story together. He's really good, but it's got a bit of everything. It's got that whole detective story in it. It's got... Um, a little bit of uh, politics with the um, with where the money's going. Mm. It's got a little bit of um, a, a little bit of hip hop in there as well. Yeah. The guy who plays Tupac's pretty hilarious. I started watching this doco called Killer Legends. We were talking about Halloween. Oh before. yeah, I, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. really good. Yeah, it's cool. It's got the like sort of giving you a bit of background on. They think it turns into a we're going to solve a crime mm. at one point, but um, it's got some really. But it, cool. it had some stuff about the town that dreaded sundown, didn't it? Yeah. Like the, the guy with the sack on his head. It yep. also had the stuff about the Halloween candy that yeah. was spiked. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. Um, yeah, it was good. I yeah, liked it. I like it. If, though, if yeah. you're looking for uh, the, the people who made that, made one called called Cropsy. Yep. Which is also I think on Netflix, oh, okay. which is is really good. Mm-hmm. Cool. I did. I also um, uh, watched a lot of Joel McHale. The um, <clears throat> that show's cool, isn't it? <laughs> when that my favourite. Hey, my favourite in that was when they're doing the ghost, the ghost house. What's the when yeah. how earnest those dudes were when they were investigating two like plastic mannequins that are <laughs> yeah. out in the world. No, no, the best bit Jack was the, the woman's face that the guy drew. 
Yeah, I yeah. <laughs> look like an eight-year-old kid drawing it because it was like he's the eyes and he's the hair. Uh, it was, and it was good. Like obviously they brought back Pizza Ghost, but it was the same show where the dude just draw so draw the thing and it looked like the guy on the pizza box. Um, <laughs> I did really enjoy that when he's like uh, Pizza Ghost. You can't kill your wife because she's already dead. And he's like, ah oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, loved it. And um, the what was the last one? I've forgotten already. <laughs> yeah, I got onto. I watched the the Jim Carrey doco as well oh, on, yeah. on, with Jim and Andy. Um, he's a nutbag. Hey, I didn't realise how far gone he was. Yeah, but he's, yeah, I think he's when he's talking about how he just like was looking in the, out an expanse of the of the water and his body got possessed by these characters and yeah. just people like tiptoeing around him on set it's it was hilarious. a fascinating watch because yeah. of all the back, all the behind the scenes stuff and there was some real moments of like real genuine humanness when he's talking yeah. about how he saw his dad fail at something that he that, that he didn't want to do so why not go and fail at something that you do want to do yeah. so, like there's some really good stuff like that and then and even said, the, there's other parts where he's just when he's when he's like uh, acting as the as um, Andy and Andy's dad comes on the set and they have like a heart to heart conversation his dad has to leave because he's so pissed off with that conversation they go and embrace and and the, the makeup lady starts crying she just reminds me of me and my dad and, mm. and so yeah there's, there's some like real human parts in there as well but um, you wouldn't yeah. want to work with him. I you? agree. He's lost. Oh, yeah, that's what I said. Like any other person is just getting kicked off set. So this is too much hassle. Like, yeah. Dealing with this shit. Yeah. That's me. Yeah, it's pretty busy uh, few weeks there. Uh, okay. Oh yeah. I was very similar to Maddie. Lots of volume. Um, I finally got around to watching Spotlight. I had a lot of the same feelings as when I watched Concussion. Just the whole like, how is this not a bigger deal? Like if all this mm. shit has all been proven and stuff. How does it all get swept under the rug? Um, the movie is obviously really well made. It's really well acted. Um, really good cast, that sort of stuff. So I enjoyed that one. I watched uh, first couple of episodes of the new season of Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. It's more of the same. Mm. Um, I didn't find the second season. You either like good. it or you don't, but it's just a lot of the same. Like the tightest dude is doing tightest things. <laughs> and the crazy lady from next door is doing her stuff. It's yeah, a bit doughy. Um, <clears throat> I like Kimmy's positivity. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, it's like there's, there's some really, like, endearing parts to it, but the, the whole shtick of it's just... It's wearing off now, yeah, and it's like, enough. yeah, she's going to say something stupid here, and then she does, and, you know, that sort of thing. So I've been watching uh, the new episodes of Shooter that have been getting released on, um, like, the series on Netflix. It's taken a bit of a different tack now. There's a different sort of story arc in season three. Um, still pretty well made, though, so I'll probably stick with that one for a bit. Watched all of the new season of Glow, as you guys have already talked about. Um, loved it I thought it was better than season one so won't talk too much about that one uh, watched all of Ozark what's that like I really liked Ozark yeah. yeah it's like a poor man's breaking bad sort of thing but it's probably even more brutal in bits and pieces bit of a different story but it's it's really well done and Jason Bateman's actually really good it's, it's just hard to I think he's a good actor but it's hard to put aside everything he says you're just waiting for a snarky comment or yeah. like something sarcastic just the way he delivers stuff um <clears throat> But, but it's it's definitely worth a look. Yeah, I like it a lot. Watched all of Suits Season 7. God, is that still on? Yeah, yeah. Again, I thought that had been kind of resold out. A lot more of the same. I, I don't know how much longer they're going to go now without Megan Markle. I don't know what they ended up doing there now that she's married to a real-life prince and she's living a happily ever after. Well, the other bloke left too, didn't he? The, the main guy. The oh, really? Not, Gabe, um, Gabriel Marked? No, no, he's still oh, in it, the, the other, other fellow. Yeah. Um, the young one. Yeah. They've got to do the place Mike. 
uh, yet. I don't know, but, but yeah, I watched this one and they've, they've left it on a cliffhanger, so you never know with these things. Watched A Quiet Place finally, which I've been hanging out for. How was that? Fucking loved it. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty good. If that's what he can do behind the cameraman, I'm keen to see what else he does with it. I think it was a bit of a passion project and stuff too, but yeah. It's, it's really good there's at the end I think it's a little bit of a letdown but some of the early stuff um, there's a really tense scene when she, uh, what's her name her, his wife gets injured and there's a creature in the house mm-hmm. and obviously they respond to sound and stuff like that there's, yeah if you haven't seen it it's uh, they're going to make a second one really? yeah I don't know how you could I don't know that's yeah okay I mean, I know, I know how you could. Like, obviously, the creatures are supposed to be everywhere. They're going to try and knock them off or something. I don't know. Yeah, maybe it's just... They're still going to get out of the house, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. So that, uh, all of Joel McHale, as you guys already talked about, love that shit. And then got dragged into watching this one against my will um, with my wife and our friends. Uh, watched Blockers. Oh, yeah. Is that the one, one with John Cena? Yeah, Leslie. Yeah, I love that. I thought that was pretty funny. It was very up and down. So, like, there was bits where I was, like, crying laughing. The and bit, then there's some bits I was just the like... The bit where is... they are in that pair's house and trying to keep quiet. And, 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 and then there's blinding his balls. Yeah, and he's like... Yeah. Your nails. He's like... I am. <laughs> there's a lot of really good stuff yeah. in there. Some good setups. Um, Cena can't was... act his way out of a brown paper bag. He is terrible. <laughs> um, and the whole stick of him, like, wearing a, his phone on a clip. Like, sorry, no one does that anymore. Yeah. He looks like Arnold Schwarzenegger in Twins. <laughs> You what? I work with a bloke who does. <laughs> no, you don't. Yeah. Are you serious? He wears yeah. his phone in a clip yeah, on his belt. He's got a little clip holder. Oh, my God. Oh, I also, uh, in a job that I left not that long ago, probably two years, there was a bloke who had been strutting around the building for 10 years with a little Bluetooth headset earpiece yeah. and never took it off. They uh, yeah. That's that's worse. Yeah. That's worse than the little... Oh, I actually have there. to use one of those for work because I don't have Bluetooth in my car and I'm on the phone all the time. So <laughs> Yeah, but you don't walk around outside of the vehicle. With yeah, it, all the time. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I have to because I, I can't use like I've got to be writing stuff on site oh, yes, and I can't yes. answer phones. So you can't so answer the phone. It's it functional. It's 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 I don't think in Coxie's office that it's that. Yeah, much. I don't think it's required in a probably not. In, no. in a, in a, yeah, in a mine's, mine's a safety issue yeah. more than anything. Yeah. Um, so that's probably one thing I'll use. But I mean, it, it doesn't get in the way of my pen protector in my pocket. <laughs> so, <right? laughs> uh, yeah, so that, that was it for me though. Blockers is the last one, so. Right, well, <laughs> so, the, <laughs> so the first thing I watched, thanks to you and your fucking nonsense, <laughs> Play King, mate. King Arthur. King Arthur? I watched King Arthur. And you loved it? I did love it. <laughs> <laughs> now the real, the real playlist. It was nowhere near as bad as, as the... Yeah, exactly. It's the same situation. Because it flopped money-wise, it just got... Called like the worst movie. It's not the. It's not dreadful. No, it's just very different. It's just very different. And I mean, how many times in the movie can you get King Arthur and his crew explaining a plan and then having the shots of the plan in action while they're explaining it? Yeah, that was a bit too much. But in terms of like, yeah, but Jude, Guy Ritchie all over it. Yeah, Jude Law, Jude Law was excellent. Yeah, Beckham popping up out of nowhere for some reason. But you know, the acting was fine. That the story was okay, but. It was just a little bit bland in the long run, but nowhere near as bad as I thought. Tell you what, Charlie Hunnam can pick a project, though. Kid knows how to pick <laughs> oh, it. No. Knows how to get his fucking his little boat going, doesn't oh, he? Oh, God. And he was attached to Fifty Shades of Grey, too. He should have stuck to that. He should have done that, yeah. I mean, that is no, a as well, but it, must be, but it was a money-making too. Yeah, yeah. But there were three films that made money. They were all shit, but they made money. Oh, I have not watched them, I'm proud to say. Yeah. I haven't watched them, mate. I never will. 
Although I said I'd never watch King Arthur either, so I'll be. I'll <laughs> oh, watch Fifty watch. Shades Free and tell you how good it is, and you'll be all over it, mate. As soon as someone goes, you we do it. <laughs> it's, like, it's like a dare, isn't it? I'll stick you. I'll stick you that one. Yeah. Uh, Don't tell me about that. I had a look at Holes as well. Went back to that. Oh yeah, I, that's good. I read the book with my kids. Yeah. So that's, that's a good movie. Yeah. Read the book with the kids and then said, "Yeah, there's a movie of this." So we all sat down and watched it together. Yeah, it's 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 just a really good story. So the movie's not great, but the story's so strong that yeah. the movie's quality. It's covered, yeah. After our little chat about Denzel's career, and uh, I went back to the Equalizer, and it's I really enjoyed it. Just I don't know whether it was just I'd sort of forgotten about most of whatever. I, I just. It, it was it was fine. And I think silver, I prefer one silver gold. Oh, it's, probably can't get any of them, but it's it's not too far off a of bronze. <laughs> I walked in the other night and it was on t- telly, mm. and it was that scene where he goes into the Russians. Yep, yeah. that is magic. Yeah. Where he just takes those guys out. Yeah. It's just so well done. It's really cool, and the whole thing where he everything's sort of in slow motion for a few it. seconds, and he visualizes what's going on, mm. and Maybe then he basically this. just he just stands over the bloke and starts, you know. You're basically sitting here in your own blood for nine nine thousand dollars. You should have taken the money. Yeah, you know that was that was fantastic. It, like even the finish, doing it in the Home Depot. Yeah, that was a fucking really good idea. Um, I, I think I prefer that sort of stuff to the Neeson type, yeah. where you're just the standard old ass kicker who can get your gun and what it, like taking it to those kind of settings. Just yeah. this everyday life that Denzel had created for himself in the movie. A bloody good idea, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Solid film without being magic, but it yeah. was solid. I'm okay. going for the second one still, though. Yeah, I do want Yeah, to. I'll be there. Yep. I finished Luke Cage, season two. Big fan. I think I liked it better than the first one. Pretty pretty clearly. I finished Glow, season two as well. Agree with Gibbo on that, too. Better than better than the first one. They just kept on developing certain characters. A couple of the background characters got a chance to shine and turned in, into really kind of nice characters with more depth than they had in the first season. You're not sure where the relationship's going to go with the, with the main girl. You're not sure where yeah. she's going to go. It's solid. And I actually, like, in the first season, what's the name that plays Liberty Bell? Uh, Debbie Gilpin? Mm. Yeah. It? I wasn't a big fan of her. I, I didn't really love her performance. She's really good in this one. one, I was yeah. like, yeah, she's just nailed it. Yeah. When she's um, selling shit, I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Joel McHale, obviously. I think the six episodes just, like, holding off and then releasing six episodes at once... I binged the whole thing. I just went bang. Yeah, it gave yeah. him a chance to really the gold rather than yeah. being beholden to a week here and a week there and then, you know, maybe not getting good stuff for that week. Yeah. The videos it's, they had in the last six were so much so better. Good. And they've actually so shortened good. them up, too. I think some of them are, like, 19 minutes and yeah. stuff. Yeah. How quick. A couple of minutes quick. off. But oh, I was in stitches the whole time. I started watching it. We were, we were staying in a hotel, so... Me and my wife and the kids were all in the one room, and they'd all gone to sleep. And I thought, oh yes, we've got we got uh, Wi-Fi. I hadn't had it for a couple of days, so I loaded it up. And I was like, it was a real challenge not to wake everyone up. Laughing. How hard I was laughing. At so <laughs> I found the same. Thing. I was watching it in bed, and I could just feel myself giggling, and I was like shaking the bed, and Riley kept like hitting. I was me. going up and down. There was a little bit. Of <laughs> <laughs> the only bit I could, I could do without is all the Paul Feig bits. I don't yeah. find him yeah, even remotely interesting. I find some of the bits where they cross to sort of celebs doing their thing, they are real hit and miss. It's like Joe Manganiello, it's filler. Very it's funny. Manganiello was all right, yeah. But some of the others, very... Average. And they're just there for the sake of doing it. Like, they're not even... I reckon it's, it's, just cross to, it's, it's just to yeah. cross-promote and it's fill time yeah. in a lot of cases. Yeah. Oh, I went back to a bit of... Uh, 
Dolph Lundgren and Brandon Lee <laughs> showdown in Little Tokyo. Uh, Absolute bullshit. I mean, <laughs> we're talking about concepts that are hard to hard to cop. Dolph being a bloke that's grown up in Japan. And, <laughs> I don't know where your accent came from, <laughs> but yeah, it's it was. Uh, he has done was, the was, He has been fun. a man of the world. This he career. has. He has. It was good fun. Brandon Lee, just watching a little bit of his form and seeing, thinking about what he could have become if he had got a chance to, you know, get a bit more experience under his belt. It keeps popping up on my Netflix, and my little bloke keeps asking to watch it. I'm like, ah, oh, no, mate. Yeah, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> it's, it's a two. Yeah, is that a? No, that's not a Craig Baxley, is it? No, I don't think so. It's not no. a Baxley. Back to Lou Diamond Phillips and his streaming <laughs> services, aka Amazon Prime. I came across a Lou Diamond Phillips vehicle that I'd been meaning to. Oh, I don't know why. I'd you'd seen been meaning to talking about cross promotion. I'd seen it on on video store shelves. It goes back to that standard sort of level DVD shelves. Route six six six. The oh, one about shit. where he drives down. He's driving on Route sixty six, and then they find the lost part of the highway. Oh. That is possessed <laughs> oh Jared <laughs> it's fucking dreadful it is terrible you should see the makeup on the ghost slash zombies whatever hell they are and the special effects that they use to bring them in they just like take a shot and then quickly um, superimpose the other shot where the camera's in exactly the same place but the guys are walking down the road and it's like oh my god there's ghosts oh, I was just sitting there going fucking hell like how do you get Although they're not, you know, A-listers and never really were, people like um, Lou Diamond, Laurie Petty and Stephen Williams, they're they're working actors. I don't (laughs) know how you got into this. Laurie Petty's still got a career, so... Bloody dreadful. Yeah, that needs a worry. Uh, Yeah. Um, That sounds great, Joe. I'm going to look it up. It's so on um, it's Amazon on Prime, so I'll probably be on it <laughs> in the next 12 to 14 hours. The last one I watched was a, was a tip from our mate Ben in Perth. Ah, uh-huh, yes. Hollywood Weapons. Yes. I nearly knocked over the first season. I think I'm about eight episodes in. Really, really love it. It's mm. really good. Like, Is that the one where they're forging stuff? And- no, it's, no, it's the... Um, trying out things that have been in films. Yeah. Oh, right, yeah. It's like the Mythbusters thing. Yeah, so yeah. it's a guy that was a Green Beret for like 23 years who's just testing out things that they did in movie action movies and TV shows but it's so it's like that Mythbusters format but it's strictly for these movies that we really like so they do that Predator, whole episode on Die, Die Hard the whole episode of Predator and would the chest on Predator see if you could blow an alien or no but you could chop down a, <laughs> you chop down the trees the bush using one of those massive miniguns well, oh, right, yeah, yeah. and he actually no did one ha- can hold it he did they? do it with the blanks holding banks but basically if you fill it full of proper bullets yeah. fall over well they're mounted yeah. to fucking helicopters yeah. not people yeah yeah unless you're Jesse Ventura you can mount it to Ventura who in his day was built like a helicopter yeah. So. Um, <laughs> but yeah that was that was really good I'm really enjoying it obviously you mentioned that the hosts don't yeah a little, a little bit um, stiff yeah well the guy the main guy I'm all good with him I think he's pretty good but the the Oh mate, uh, weapons like, expert. Yeah, yeah, the one that's been working in Hollywood as a weapons expert, he's a little bit stilted. But I'm a, I'm a big fan. I think they're already they dropped season two, and they I saw it on Facebook that they're already talking season three, like they've already filmed it. So yeah, looking forward to seeing more of that. Yeah, and that was it for me. Mm-hmm. All right, good cavalcade of. A lot of overlap with us. We're all... Yeah, right. A bit of heart, a bit of tears. Blue Diamond's <laughs> Blue streaming Diamond service. streaming service. Fuck <laughs> that noise indeed. <laughs> oh, all right, now we'll do a little bit up and down. First things first, I did 
catch a full trailer for Castle Rock, the Stephen King series. Yep. Looks bloody excellent. It looks pretty cool, yeah. Really, really um, keen for that. It'll be really interesting to see where they go they go with it. But it looks like it's sort of delving into all sorts of weird parts of his his mythology. Yeah. And I, I think that's great that it's being sort of done from other writers coming in and trying to take it elsewhere. Mm. I think that's great. Now, a couple of these trailers we're going to talk about tonight are from a little while ago. Um, the Predator is the first one we'll look at. That's had now a couple of trailers. Is that not correct? Yeah. One dropped about a week ago. Is that right? That was a full trailer? Yeah, over a week. About a week. Yeah. I'm a thumbs up. I think it did away with some of the things we felt looked a little bit ordinary in mm. some of the first couple of trailers. It amps up the action, throws in a couple of cool sort of Shane Black lines. Yeah. Mm. yeah it looks like it's a winner. And, and the poster they released the other day with the Predator's face and it's all made skulls. up of skulls and stuff is excellent. So I'm just getting further pulled in by it. Yep. Uh, it's a definite up for me. Mm. Um, oh, okay. It looks like it's got that mix of comedy turned into action very, very quickly. Like, yeah. Um, but, yeah, the big predator I'm a bit wary of, but uh, I, I love the... I just love that some of the sounds are iconic in there and, yeah, I'm keen to see it. Yeah, I'm all the way up. Yeah. Uh, I'm <laughs> You're super up. Super up. Uh, no, I'm a massive Shane Black fan. I'm really liking the stuff Boyd Holbrook's doing. I think he was really good in Logan. Yeah. Um, and he looks similar in this. Uh, I think he just plays that character really well. Ever since he did Narcos, mm. um, he's obviously been on the radar for a few different things. But I think, yeah, he, he just really has the right vibe for a Shane Black sort of vehicle. So um, I'm super, super excited. Yep. Both thumbs. Uh, yeah, I'm definitely up. Shane, <laughs> Shane Black, Predators... Yeah, I'm, I'm an brain in this room. I think. Um, I think Maddie mentioned it. Like, look, the first thing is the spaceships are gone. I'm pretty sure they're still in the movie, though. So I'm a little bit concerned <laughs> about that. The second thing Maddie actually mentioned it. It's kind of it was bugging me too about like the ultimate predator. Mm. It's like how many we kind of got here a couple of times. Yeah, we've got an ultimate predator. They did that in Aliens versus um, Predators. You had yeah. the bigger predator. There was the one that was attached the, to the, yeah, the predator down in, in Requiem. And, yeah. Yeah. Even in Predators, I, I really liked Predators, but we'd kind of already gone there in Predators too with the, well, I can't remember its name, but the black That's looking fine. one. Yeah, um, yeah. And look, it's not going to dull my enthysiasm, but mm. I'm just getting a bit wary of we do it, we're treading the same old ground here. Yeah, there's there's got to be something more than just one-upping yourself. <laughs> yeah. Oh, look, I'm wary of that, but I also think maybe it's time to do it right for once. We've well, been down this road several too, right? times and it, it didn't work. But you mean, just, you've just stated the problem. We've been down it a few times. Yeah, we have. But the predators worked. If they I do, it, if they do it well, then I think I can let it. So if you go to the, if you go to the like the crossover comics and everything like that, the Ultimate Predator is a thing, right? Like it's a, it's part I don't of the, know. I haven't it's decided. part of the story. Haven't mm. looked any further into that. Yeah, it, it, it is in there. So. Like yeah, it I, makes I agree. sense that there's a hierarchy and that sort of thing. But I'm just like, but how many different levels before, are there? Now? So what could, yeah, yeah. yeah, there was two in Predators, mm. like the Adrian Brody yeah, one, yeah. Um, and now this one the just dwarfs Alien. everything. This, yeah, looks, this one's huge. Yeah. yeah, I mean it looks cool in the trailer, and it's not gonna, it's not gonna. As I said, I'm not gonna walk in there going, oh, this is gonna suck. I'm, I'm gonna be in there saying Shane Black Predators. I'm pretty much gonna like it, even if it's just a middle of the road kind of thing. So. If the giant right. predator doesn't work, it's still not gonna. It's just it. queries, just queries, mate. I can't yeah, watch that. Questions, right. questions. Yes. Um, in keeping with our uh, skyscraper discussions a few weeks ago, um, what do we reckon on the box office for this, the Predator? Oh, oh, skyscraper. Hopefully, good. I'd, I'd say four to four fifty. I would think. 
Yeah, I'm saying that. A lot of people get a movie going public are men our age. Mm-hmm. And I would be disgusted anyone that doesn't go to see it in cinema. Yeah. So, yeah, I think, yeah, probably top the four hundred worldwide. It could surely. What did Predators do? I'm going to come down a bit because I, I, I think you'll think find. Failed, I think you'll find that Predators did reasonably well, and we're talking maybe 170. That's what I'm thinking. For, but, but, I'm, but I'm thinking this. Well I'm thinking this yeah. might go like 250, it. 250 to 300 because it's, it's it? a return. I don't think it's high. I don't think it's super high. Like it's certainly not. A hundred and hundred plus million dollars. Yeah. The difference with this one for me is this definitely seems to have got more buzz than Predators did. Yeah. I remember going to see. I remember going to see Predators the first day it came out. Yeah. And it was like it wasn't even on. Yeah. yeah. This is definitely. I'm going to say it's yeah. set on Earth in like. Yeah, the settings are familiar, so it's mm. going to be more relatable to the public. So yeah, I, I agree. I think it's got more buzz, and that's why I think it'll get somewhere in the two fifty to three hundred. But I think if you actually look at the the box office throughout the franchise, it's not oh, huge, no, 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 huge dollar. And so my thinking is, you take Predators and you give it an extra hundred mil, and you're probably don't somewhere forget, in the ballpark. Yeah, don't forget that was quite a few years ago, though. So yeah, it was seven years ago, so seven or eight years ago. It's about the foreign dollars, too. Yeah. yeah, if you can push the foreign market, you'd be right. Well, I think that's the sort of movie that'll do well in the States as well, though, just because it's it's got the, the pedigree. Like, I think Pred- yeah, Predators was coming off Predator versus Alien and yeah, versus Alien Requiem, Requiem, in fact, Which was yeah. an absolute dog shit. Like, and then they had Adrian Brody as the lead, and no one really... Like, everyone's thinking of him and the fucking the artist and whatever. Yeah. Was it artist or the piano he was in? Pianist. What, pianist, yes. Whatever. One of the boring... Cross, though. <laughs> yeah, well, the, he was in a really boring movie. Like, everyone thought of him as... <laughs> oh, well, they thought of him as, like, a, a leading drama man. You're like, yeah, no yeah. one saw it. Like, and he got... He committed to the role. Like, yeah. And I think he actually was pretty good in that, but no one expected that from him. Yeah. And there's actually some really good periphery characters in that movie. But it didn't do well. Like the critical yeah. wasn't really good, and the box office was a turd, from what I remember. Like I don't. To me, it, it is. Look, look, classic example is uh, reviews will will help Predator the Predator a lot. Yeah. If you look at something like Mission Impossible Fallout, right? They were saying about two three weeks ago, fifty million opening weekend. Yeah. Now they're saying seventy. Yeah. Because the, the 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 reviews have been through so the roof, good. and everyone's saying it's awesome. It's the best action movie of you know the last couple of years yeah. well, after and, and I think the, that's going to help after seeing the uh, preview for it before Skyscraper I was kind of wishing that we were in there <laughs> <laughs> I was wishing we were ready or else okay the second one we'll do tonight is from several months ago it's a big one for me and Jared but um, it'd be interesting to hear what you guys are thinking is the trailer for the I guess you'd call it a sequel to the original Halloween I think it looks really good I think for the first time in a long time, I've been really excited about a movie like this, uh, and it looks like they've actually done some, put a lot of effort and tried to kind of connect them together in an interesting way. Mm. Some of the visuals in it in the trailer look good, and I think Michael looks excellent with that mask kind of beaten up. So I'm super keen. I'm super keen for that one. I reckon it'll be. I reckon it might be a bit of a surprise hit. Fuck, mate, you're anyone's, aren't you? I am anyone's. <laughs> <laughs> well, I watched Skyscraper from 1996, so I am anyone's. Yeah, you're a disgrace. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I haven't. I haven't seen the original. Embarrassed to say. Yeah. But, yeah. Being on this pod and and not having seen it, so uh, the but the, the new one looks fine. Like a. You can a guy in a closet with a knife is always going to be scary for me, so I'm interested to see what it's got to offer. Yeah, 
But um, yeah, obviously I'll check the first one out. If it's better than Freddy, I'll be happy. Yes, <laughs> oh, I think you're safe. Oh, okay. safe. Especially considering the last Freddy you watched was part six. <laughs> you can't I still haven't finished it. I couldn't oh, go back. Don't, don't bother. <laughs> you know? uh, yeah, no, well, because this isn't your wheelhouse. This no, not really, guy. but but really good. Like, I'm not really like a horror slasher guy, but the really good ones I am, and I think this looks like it could be really good. I'm sort of, this was one of the ones I was really looking forward to, along with Hereditary, which I still haven't seen. The buzz for it wasn't as good as I thought it was going to be. I've sort of heard mixed things, and I'm, I'm hoping this is going to be the one that will carry it, because I think the trailer looks really good. The, the scene that Maddie's referring to where they open the door and he's just standing there, if, if you're not relying on, you know, really lazy jump scares and stuff like that was just like a chilling yeah. like imagery sort of situation That that's just so much better than someone you know a cat jumping out or yeah. all that lazy yeah. shit the big loud noises that aren't actually there and I did like if they if it's a really clever horror movie I'm, I'm all for it I just I'm just not a big fan of the just the you know really dodgy you know blood and guts for the sake of it with mm. lazy jump scares so I think it's got a lot of potential so I'll, I'll be checking it out for sure yeah yeah, again, goes without saying, it's a massive up, but I was up for the Rob Zombie ones too, and <laughs> it turned out so well. But yeah, the visuals look great. The um, the fact that they're cutting out, they're, cut, they're, they're trimming the fat and forgetting about all of the sequels, yet you can see little touches the references to yeah. them and the little touches from the sequels, which is which is cool. And I think Danny, Danny McBride... Has or actually the other fellow, the director, Dave um, Gordon, David Green. Gordon Green, has come out and said, you know, just because we're forgetting about them, it doesn't mean we're not fans of them. So you're going to see a bit of that in there. Hopefully, Buster Rhymes comes out and trick or treat. <laughs> <laughs> um, the again questions. Oh, of course, uh, I'm a big doubt on how this bloke's getting into the mental asylum to talk to Michael and bringing his mask to him and that sort of thing. But you know, I'm happy to get over that when we get there and. Again, I, well, still, I just want to. I just want an explanation. Some sort of explanation. This is why. Okay. Um, yep. Again, I still can't forget your highness, and I'm just kind of waiting for the whole time we're going to be watching the movie. I'm going to be expecting a sight gag involving a penis at some point. Yeah. Just got I've, I've been conditioned by Michael's those two penis, bozos to be doing it. So. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm definitely penis. definitely enough. Yeah. What do we think on box office for this? I think it'll be pretty. I think it'll be lower. Oh, much lower. Because it's niche. Um, but. The Blumhouse connection. I'm thinking one fifty. I'm thinking one fifty. I'll say one thirty. Because it'll do well in a, in a, the US, but it won't have wide appeal no. worldwide. But it'll do enough with Blumhouse pushing it. Yeah, if it's really good, it could have the repeat view factor too, where people like the big fans go and watch it a couple of times while it's in cinema. Yeah. So, and that's kind of Blumhouse. I reckon I'll, I'll go to two hundred just for point of difference, but um, that's kind of the Blumhouse figure, like. Twelve million dollar budget, I believe it is, or something in that yeah. ballpark. One fifty is all they'll be sort of. Yep, and that's not that they'll be aiming low. But that is rolling that, in money. Yeah. That is rolling Maybe in fine. money on that kind of budget. Yeah. You know, even with marketing costs, that is a huge amount of money if you make hundred. So much of the marketing's been done because it's yeah, so it's already got built-in audience. Yeah. yeah. Okay, well that's that's the up or down. All right, let's take our first break. And then uh, Do we have climb the skyscraper. Talk about before we <laughs> Jared, don't don't put it off any longer. Let's just get into it. Like a band aid. My family is trapped 240 floors in the air. <gasps> Do exactly what I say.
Not gonna make it in time. Daddy! You picked the wrong guy. Skyscraper, rated PG-13. Skyscraper from 2018, directed by Rawson Marshall Thurber, who gave us Dodgeball and Central Intelligence. Produced by Marshall Thurber, Dwayne Johnson and Bo Flynn, who produced Baywatch and San Andreas. He's got a... Big shock. He's got a pretty poor resume there. So it's one of the Rock's childhood friends. Dwayne might have to cut ties there. (laughs) It's written also by Ross and Marshall Thurber. So he's he's had a big hand in it. Stars Dwayne Johnson as Will Sawyer, Nev Campbell as Sarah Sawyer, Pablo Schreiber as Ben, and Noah Taylor as Mr. Pierce. I initially said the budget was $60 million. No, I was wrong. <laughs> it's double that. It's 125, and currently I think it's sitting at about 200. Yeah, I think um, it's worldwide. crossed the 200. It's recently roughly. been released in China, which is going to be one of its big markets, and did about 40 million, 45 million first weekend. So 48. Thank it's you very going much. to don't do you, reasonably you well. Now you you, you you had it at 400. Is yeah, that correct? Might might have been too lofty. Look, I did. I followed the numbers. I think 300s are definite. And I followed the numbers. That, if it hadn't have uh, if it hadn't have come crashing down in the states, I think I pr- probably would have been right on the money. But it yeah. severely underperformed there. The, like the tracking was going down, but even with the even even heading in that direction, they still predicted around 35, 35 or opening, and I think it opened twenty three or something. Yeah. So that's disappointing, and I think it looks like it might end up between sixty and sixty five total in the US. Um, but China, China's still still giving me a China final hope. But I reckon 300 is more realistic. Yeah. Now. Okay. All right. General thoughts. I'm going to start with Maddie. <laughs> Look, I went in with very, very, very low expectations. And I was pissing myself in bits that probably wasn't meant to be. Unintentional comedy was thick and fast for me. Yeah, yeah. I just thought it was a complete piss take of the genre. I was chatting chatting with it, chatting about it with a friend before I went in there. Shout out to Vice. It definitely hits the mark as the... I think it was meant to be a tongue-in-cheek thing. I don't know. But it, they just took a whole bunch of things that you'd expect to be in there and put them all in the exact order and place that you would think they would be. And I got a chuckle out of it. So my, my mark, I'm going to give it a three just because it was... I was laughing throughout the whole fucking thing. No, you can't leave. The first, <laughs> hey, look, the first, the first, like, maybe 40 minutes of it or 30 minutes of it, I was just like, oh, this is painful. And then I sort of settled back into my chair and started getting some laughs and it was just hilarious. Well, yeah. I think uh, I think I better go next because I have a feeling you gentlemen are in the basement. <laughs> a little bit I'm not in the basement, but I think I'm lower than you, Pete. Look, I'm not as high as Maddie. I didn't I didn't go for a three, but I think yeah, the expectations that we had, seeing the trailers and knowing how ridiculous it was going to be, sort of helped the fact that when we got in there, as you said, you got exactly the <laughs> level of ridicu- ridiculousness that you expected. Right. Um, it was it was so over the top. It was trying to take movies like Die Hard, but add the add the biggest scale to it. Yeah. But in doing that, it diminished every bit of drama and you know the human side of things that Die Hard had. But at the same time, The Rock was fine. Oh. I think it was his fault. <laughs> well, he uh, produced it, so it's and there was some fingerprints on it. There was a couple of yeah, but he didn't write it. No, that's, that's, that's what I'm getting at. <laughs> um, and there's a cu- there was a couple of moments where I was just you know. That was fine, and I actually got that level of enjoyment out of it. So I think I I was close to a two and a half at points, but by the end of it, it was a two. 
Who's going next, mate? I'll go, mate, if you want. It's an arm wrestle. I had a lot of similar thoughts to Jared, but the the derivative stuff that was just blatantly tearing things out of some of my favourite movies of all time just got the better of me. Um, <laughs> by the end of it, I was just raging. Like really raging I was quite annoyed um, that's not to say there's not some good bits in this like you can say oh there's there's some really good camera work I don't think there's any camera work in this movie I think there's you know people are against green carpet a lot mm. so but some of the shots are effective where you know you're sort of panning up and looking down and for someone like me that doesn't really like heights that stuff's pretty effective but there was just some of the plot points and things where there's just <laughs> holes that are just they're bigger than the hole in the pearl at the bottom at the end like <laughs> It, they're just gaping chasms of logic in a movie where if Maddie thinks there's unintentional comedy they're trying to be tongue in cheek I went in with low expectations and they were well 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 above what I ended up watching I was I was really angry by the end of it. I um, really wish I had a photo of the look on your face when the lights came on. When I looked next to it, the look on your face. <laughs> well, we'll get to the maybe that's what I was enjoying. Oh, the yeah. actual moving, the, the last yeah, couple of scenes, jaw kind of j- just hanging. Like the last couple of scenes, really were just the nail in the coffin for me because that was just blatant plagiarism, as far as I'm concerned. But up to that point, like, Maddie's talking about bits where they're trying to be really, like, heartfelt and poignant. And in that, the whole oh. cinema, all you can hear is Maddie's <laughs> booming laughter. And like, that's all you need. Like, it, it, the movie wasn't trying to be tongue in cheek. It was trying to take itself seriously, yeah. and it failed oh. miserably. I hope, I hope it wasn't. I really yeah. hope I, it wasn't. I was a one. And I was one. an angry, angry one. It could have been lower. I was... Oh, no. <laughs> Look, I haven't gone to that depth of the basement. You didn't I... see my face at the end, mate. I've honestly. gone for two. I've sort of split the difference there. Talking well, yourself I, up, I, you're not even going to fucking town I, on it. I, I, yeah, <laughs> but I am going to go to town on it. It's a low two for me. I'm in agreement with you, Gibbo. I think they tried to play it straight. Yeah, I, I'm not quite sure what they were thinking. The Rock knew what it was. Yeah, but it, the writers perhaps, perhaps didn't. I think I think that's the problem. The Rock knows where it was at, which was pure tongue in cheek. But the writing is seemed to be going for some straight stuff that I didn't really understand why they were going for. Yeah. Secondly, everything, everything is ridiculous. Like yeah. Everything, every every, every action scene... I think it was meant to be. That's why it was funny. Every, every single action scene is so silly that... Every but conversation I is... But I couldn't laugh at it. I was just sitting there going... Oh. I wasn't laughing, but I was kind of like... Well, we knew this was what it was. Everything like. was such a cliche. Yeah. Even yeah. from the first scene where she's adjusting his tie oh. so that she can get in close and they can get the camera angle over the shoulder. <laughs> just like, learn how to do a tie. I and mean, she's just adjusting it. It's not even... It's Yeah, it looks Look, fine. The whole thing is like that, though. Don't get me wrong. There's a couple of set pieces that work okay. They actually do. They, But nothing raises the pulse. Like, at no, no point no. are you thinking, geez, the rock could be in some strife here. No, of course not. Well, I mean, he leapt, he leapt 30 feet with one leg from a crane into a, into a window. Yeah, but you know, that, that scene prior to the leap was actually one of the more effective. Yeah, that was one of the more effective when he's coming up Yeah, the, and they're trying to the get him to lift and stuff. That was exactly him. what you said. That was that's ridiculous. Where, that's too. where they used that kind of Assassin's Creed kind of thing where you're looking down and you're actually... Yeah. Oh, that was but you had the, the, the time thing with the people coming up in the, in the lift as well. Yeah. That, that you know they were going to try and stop him. But it's just... Oh, keep, keep going, Adson. And look... <laughs> the rock is <laughs> the rock is always watchable, always. Yeah. It was really good to see Nev Campbell. I thought thought she was probably the best part of the movie yep. to be honest. But 
this was supposed to be an everyman and the guy's a fucking human monster. Yeah. And it's hard to take that serious, to, to, to take him as an everyman, no matter how well yeah. he... I thought he gave a performance that was decent. He's the most... He's trying. The, the most he, he, it's like Arnie. You can't put Arnie in those sort of roles either. Lumbering through cars when he's getting shot at. He's the first guy that's getting shot. Yeah. He's getting shot by about He's trying to shoot the guy behind him and you're still hitting him because he's such a massive man. Yeah. So, two out of five. I didn't hate it, but... It, it certainly was once I'd left the cinema it took me a while to actually sit down and write some notes because I could barely even remember parts of it that's what it I said just we were in the car park after the cinema and I said I, I just washed over me and yeah. all the rage just pushed it away and I can't remember it <laughs> alright likes people Matty surely you've got a few <laughs> he liked all the emotional scenes which were hilarious uh, well look those, those two kids were like they did their job I'm sure they did, did exactly as they were directed but at no point were they stressed above going daddy and then yeah. like if you're in a burning building and, you, and the rock's given up hope of life you're gonna be a little teary I'm thinking yeah. like I've seen kids cry because they can't get lollies like <laughs> this is the likes Matty but this is the emotional scenes but Matty was pissing himself that's why this no, guy's gonna burn <laughs> <laughs> it was just it was played so stiff and there's so many examples in there of the characters playing these scenes like ridiculously straight and they're meant to be taken really seriously but I just couldn't do it and maybe it was a nervous laughter but I burst out laughing the scene where they're in the car Nev Campbell's like overhearing um, the conversation like they're talking right in front of her but they switch languages twice yeah and she already speaks yeah Mandarin or whatever. Yeah, they knew yeah. she spoke Chinese and they're trying they're surprised when she can understand them three times. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's ridiculous. But then they, but they just play it so straight. It's gonna oh it's so this is such a this is one of your likes though? Mr. Exposition. Well, it was funny. It was <laughs> funny to me. <laughs> okay. It was so funny. I guess I don't know what was your opinion on it on that part of it? I didn't get the laughs. But I can see how you could find it amusing. Hmm. Because I didn't Maddie's laughing because like, I'm like, he's not supposed to be laughing here. This is gold. Because you spot on there. Basically, yeah, it was kind of like screenwriting 101 or something like that. They were yeah. always just sticking in these little things that you were you expected. You could see things coming a mile away. Yeah. Everything um, was telegraphed, like obviously telegraphed. Yeah, from the start of Hang the Hang on, we're in the locks. Let's get back. Okay. The rock. Yeah, well, the rock. But I think this is, where, this is why our scores are, like differ because I found it so funny that they made like the most cliche movie of all time and you guys were just getting frustrated because you wanted to see some action. And Well, this goes back to things like like movies like Pieces where you guys thought it was good, <laughs> that it was really oh, shit. Mate. If Matty watched that, we wouldn't get him. He's, he wouldn't be able to say the words because he'd be laughing so. But much. you guys, you guys gave it a Garrett's really good grade because of unintentional me. comedy. No, no, I, I, I said, I said, I gave it zero out of five as a film, <laughs> five out of five as, as a comedic adventure. It wasn't a comedy. That's the same as Houseboat Horror, mate. I'll give it again zero for a filmmaking and, <laughs> and the capability of the people that were involved. But as something, I would sit down and watch. And at any that? time of the day, any time of the year, any any day, someone said, "Do you want to watch Houseboat?" Yeah, fucking That is hilarious. And, and, and this is this is yeah. Coming back to this film, that's what I didn't get. Yeah, I didn't get that. No, it wasn't quite to that level. But I'm kind of in the middle. I wasn't laughing at it like Maddie was. Gibbo <laughs> described it spot on. You just hear Maddie go. <laughs> and everyone else Every was sitting like, silent. <laughs> <laughs> he was the I think there, was, there was a couple of people that were genuinely like, 
what's going to happen here? And Maddie's just broken the movie. <laughs> Even before lines came, because he could see what was going to be, and Maddie's like, hey, fucking idiots. Like, not yelling it out, but just laughing and crawling the scene that was going to be stupid and nailing it. Um, yeah, so I, I, didn't get, I didn't get the laughs that Maddie did, but I was kind of seeing it, like, just nodding my head, like, yeah, you knew that was where it was going to go, and just kind of rolled with it. Everything was um, so stupid. Yeah. The, the, when he's standing at the bottom of the... Um, of the crane and he's looking up going oh, I've got to get up somehow now I can't get in through through the elevator I'm just going to climb this thing how big is the f- he's got to get up to the 96 he's got one and then he's above that in order to get in. you're not climbing a hundred with one leg with one leg but I think it's a pretty Jared asked me about this. I'm pretty sure that tower crane was on top of another building. So he, so he yeah. didn't start from yeah. the ground. I remember him coming out of the door. Oh, it was yeah, still 100%. a big climb. He, oh, yeah. he did it in record time. Yeah. Yeah. And he's just like... Barely fatigued. Yeah. And then he's at the top and he's just looking around, just running away from people shooting at him and helicopters shooting at him. So I'm just going to jump into the building. Yeah. Why are they ridiculous. shooting... I want to know why they're shooting at him. Do I think they're going to save him? I <laughs> think they're going to stop him falling off the crane if they why shoot him? Why are they chasing him? The impact of the bullet is going to knock him off the crane, isn't it? Like, say, just let him jump. <laughs> just wait for him at the bottom. He's not going to get into the other building. Oh, that's ridiculous. They anyway, still in lights. So yeah, yeah, okay. okay. You guys are proving my point. The Rock is always watchable, yeah. always charismatic, no matter what he's doing. And look, I ragged, I said that, you know, he's not, he can't be, he, can't, he struggles to He's not an everyman because of his physical It's a casting size, issue more than anything. But his acting prowess is solid. Yeah. I prob- give him props for his acting. The look. problem for him was it was so over the top, they should have leaned into it and given him those lines that he's yeah. usually got. Yeah. Like in Rampage, you know, that's a big arm. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, that's right. That would have been perfect. Giving him some movie. one-liners, let him spew that sort of stuff yeah. out. It would have so been fine. it was lacking that, but again, you got what you expected from him. You got the performance that you expected. Yeah. Nev Campbell was a, was a pleasant surprise. Yes. That's about as far as I can probably go for the actors involved. The uh, other, than the, other than old mate that's that's uh, running the show on the outside that you got yeah. frustrated with at the end. He's a solid actor. Yeah. He did the job. So, yeah, that that was fine. That was where I expected yeah. it. Good enough for a like. Dwayne Johnson yeah. was so earnest. Like, yeah. I just care about my family. Like, to the that's point... That's what I mean. It wasn't... Yeah, it, 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 so it, ridiculous. it felt like The Rock was going one way, but the writing was going the opposite yeah. direction. Yeah, yeah. Given that they're the same person, the writer and the director, perhaps yeah, yeah. There, there's where your problem might have lay in that in that sort of stuff. Because although it was, you know, the, I think the Rock was giving a performance that the film had had it have been a little bit more real, like real, and and we could have got to where they were going, which was the the the, the playing it straight a bit. I think it would have worked out nicely. I think the yeah. ideas behind it were were really solid mm. to take Die Hard. And then to set it on fire. I mean, and then add, push the, it add, higher, the, yeah, add the ticking the, clock to the thing die going, hard, and, and you've got up, not you know, you've got a real good idea. Yeah. But so I think that's actually a lot. The, the ideas of the the pearl and everything like that, and setting it on fire, solid. The idea was good. Yeah. It just needed to be streamlined. Yeah. The fact that he has to get above the fire line and then get in there and sort of it's racing upwards so they can't go down they've got to go up that's not a bad idea it's kind of like Deep Blue Sea it could have been the Deep Blue Sea to Jaws like how Rennie Harlan said you can't do what Jaws did because it's already done it so we're going to take it in a different direction while still trying to do what they did a little bit that's what this was but they didn't kind of 
They didn't fully get it right. Yeah. No, they're just dipping their feet in all the. That needed to be streamlined. If that's if that's what the focus was, <coughs> streamlined like that, it would have been much better. Cut out a little bit of the stuff, the peripheral stuff. Um, I heard. No, this is no. We're still in likes. Never mind. <laughs> I, I, I didn't, I'm not gonna lie. I didn't have a lot of likes. Uh, okay, I'll give it to you. The 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 his buddy at the start. Doing a little bit of a double cross. Yeah. That was fine. Mm-hmm. So I was okay with that. Fine setup. His reasoning was, oh, I felt piss poor. <laughs> and, um, but it's just, again, it's a standard action little piece that can work. Yeah. Did, we, did, did, did we feel, and, and I'll get to the dislike behind it all, but could he have been the actual villain? He could have gone a bit further as the villain. Because he could have gone the double cross. Yeah. Midway through, they could have dragged that out. This is what I mean. They needed to streamline some of the stuff, and I'll get into it in the dislikes about how much of that stuff I think probably could have been <laughs> dropped. But it, well, that that fight, I'll give I'll give yeah, it up. That, that was, was that right. was the best action scene in the movie because it was yeah. at least plausible. That fight between him and his friend, yeah. but his head banging to the TV was yeah, the kick, kick to the head. Oh, and yeah. stuff. It, it was, was just a, simple. Like that was where they tried. That, that was where the best direction of the movie was. It was they more like a James, uh, sorry, a uh, Jason Bourne yeah, sort yeah. of fight. Good solid music pieces. No music or anything. It was just sort of. Just and it was all fast, like it wasn't. Yeah. There was no slow mo, or mm, yeah. you know. So I thought, and no fast cuts. So Not many shaky cam sort of things. Strangely enough, um, as much as I found most of the action scenes extremely ridiculous, I actually kind of enjoyed the final bit involving the mirrored, yes. mirrored room. Yeah, right. As dumb the, as dumb as that room was. Right up till the end bit. Of that. And the fact that you were just waiting for that as soon as yeah. that happened, they were on the top floor. I'm like, right, we're at the end. But I did actually think it was kind of cool. With the mirrored room, and one minute they turned a fire on them, and of course they mirrored in the in what was there. So you know, they, I think they missed an opportunity there, though. I would have loved to see a fight where they're just fighting in the empty sky. In the sphere, yeah, that yeah, would have yeah. been cool. That, that would have been, been amazing. And they should have got rid of the, the other guys with the guns earlier. Yeah, if you're going to go with that, enter the dragon. So you go one on one, one on one, one in or there. even you know, the rock and. Um, what was his name? The guy that owned the building, um, um, Chow, was it? Yeah. Chow, Chow, Chow. Yeah. If he had, a, it had been him and the Rock and the little girl, and then maybe the other guy gets in with one or two of those dudes, they're dispatched pretty quickly, and it's, then it gets into a bit of the one-on-one. There was so many of them, and it was just fucking. It was just you couldn't tell who it was who either. What was going on? Yeah. Um, but also, but the, the fact that they're throwing bombs around willy-nilly. Like if I'm up that, I'm not trying to blow up the structure. <laughs> no, no, no. The structure was already in the ship, man. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's already pretty compromised. Don't need to add anything more to it. If yeah. I'm one of those hedgemen, I'm trying to figure out a plan to get off that thing. Yeah. That doesn't. Involve yeah, look, I'm looking at my boss and going, "You're on your own, champ." Yeah, this, this ten thousand dollar fee doesn't yeah, cover this sort of shit, mate. I'm pretty sure if you're that high in the sky, you'd freeze if you're outside. Wouldn't you be like? Oh, those altitudes well, are really clouds, weren't they? Yeah, it's like yeah, yeah I don't think they're outside the atmosphere. Right. That the science doesn't work. Anyway, that's the thing. <laughs> It'd be up very up. windy, that's for sure. Oh, look, look, the the, the 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 filmmakers didn't bother to work out that you know that the action scenes were so stupid they didn't make any sense. So yeah. we didn't really want to add the science. That was the only thing that didn't make sense. To me. Yeah, no, no jokes. <laughs> yeah, look, other than that, I didn't really have a lot else. Other than uh, I thought Nev, at least Nev Campbell, they gave her some. Some balls, like she was actually someone who fought back and, yeah. and did a few things. Yeah. And in fact, as you pointed out, Jared, more heroic than he was <laughs> in a lot of ways. She wasn't hanging, hanging, hanging uh, off the buildings, but other than that, she had the same sort of mouse and same level of. She could do all the things he could do, basically, yeah. just on a smaller scale. So, so I like, I like that phone. they actually gave yeah. her something to do instead yeah. of just leaving yeah. her as a damsel. Hanging on to the kids, but in yeah. the in the same sense, by doing that, they gave her 
not much to do because every challenge was dispatched quite easily. Yeah, yeah. true. <laughs> so, was, yeah, that, that, that's kind of the problem with the movie. They had some really good ideas that just none of them really... Hit. None of them hit, yeah. Every the ones that are good were just sort of like three out of five good. Like. Her whole character, everything she did was telegraphed to do something later on, though. Oh, yeah. yeah. The phone off and on again. Yeah, there's just a whole bunch of stuff you just like... Don't even get me started on that. But uh, yeah, we'll, we'll give you an opportunity oh, to do that later. Won't we? So, yeah, another like... I mentioned it briefly when we were talking about the, the crane line, but they didn't use it enough, actually, but the shot's looking down. Yeah. There was a couple on the crane where it did give you that really dizzying sense that I haven't really got in a lot of films, but I've got from video games usually yeah. something like Assassin's Creed or, or Uncharted, Uncharted yeah. where there's parts where you're creeping around a building or something and you get a shot of it looking down or the mm. camera spins and then yeah. goes looking down and you actually get this sense of uneasiness and you're like oh shit I better yeah. really just make sure I don't miss this jump yeah. and on the crane especially when he was doing the climb they did it once or twice and when he first did the kind of drop yeah that was the only and grabbed his hand that was about the only point of the movie where the heart just skipped for a second like oh shit you know like and it was purely because of the, the angle of the shot hmm. that he was looking at they probably could have used that a bit more because of course the thing's supposed to be that high that you know it could have been could have been used to more effect I felt but that was that was a like for when it was in there yeah hmm. I like some of the cool visuals as well, like the his safe where he had his safe hidden. Mm. I thought that looked that awesome. Really cool. yeah. The Just parts of the building, window. especially his his penthouse um, penthouse area, it looked really cool. Mm. It looked really good. How come he wasn't on the top floor though? If I'm building that thing, I'm getting higher than the middle floor. Because then you wouldn't have the cool lines that he came up with. About <laughs> I, thought was, I, thought was, I thought he was on two twenty. No, no, nah, he's a bit that. lower. He was lower because mm. they showed when the lights were on, and he was sort of in the middle floor. I was like, "That's not right." Yeah, oh, that's lame. Yeah. Any other likes? Pat? God no. Do you know what I, I like? <laughs> my stupid, stupid moment of the movie. I liked uh, how it, it just fits in with everything so convenient. But they were like, "Oh, there's people that are still in the building. We need to send two people down. You two henchmen, you go yeah. down." I thought everything, everything in the whole movie is like was like that. And like <laughs> send I said, two men. Yeah, there's two men. There's two men. You two clowns here. It was just like that whole thing, and I don't, I don't know how you guys missed it. It's just so obviously cliched that it was. Hilarious. Oh no, I knew it was cliched. Oh, I didn't miss it. I just didn't it give just it the benefit of doubt. It didn't, didn't get me. Didn't didn't get me like that. Didn't no. hook you in. Yeah. All, all your likes are my dislikes, <laughs> and they're not good ones. Like <laughs> any more likes? Any no, any no. more to add? No, I probably can't stretch it too much. Can't stretch I like it. the beginning scene. I like the the hostage situation. Oh, well, actually, that the bit where he was. That was okay. His, covering up his kid, yeah. and then that was okay. Put the they kid brought down. that back, but it's it's funny that like <laughs> this is probably the bit where I laughed. One of the well, one of the bits where I laughed the most was when they're like on the phone to him and they're like, ah, he can't be talked out. He's not talking anymore. And then hang <laughs> up. So send him the rock, and then the rock gets in there and he's like, this is not how I wanted it to go. I'm so sorry. I'm like, it's he sounds, he sounds like he's talking, pretty close to being talked down from this. But like, she was right because it's remorse. Her up. But yeah. also, but also, just to just to add a bit, of, yeah, a bit of realism to the situation. Yes, he lost a leg. That was explosive at close there range was like six within about of C4 on his 30 centimetres of him. Yeah. It blows his legs off, both of them. No, his and whole body he's, is he's vaporized. He's dead. Yeah, everybody's you dead. Know, it, the house is on the ground. There's, that's what I said. I turned and I think it was Maddie or Jared. I, I said that he was max six feet from that bloke. Yeah. Everyone's liquid. Yeah. yeah. You, no one comes out of that. 
It was a bit unethical that Nick And if you blow on anything off, it's your face. Yeah. Yeah. That's not That's his life. The ethics about them getting married, questionable. It would have been way more believable if she was in here doing his rehab. But the surgeon, get out of here. Everyone knows it's always the rehab people that spend the quality time after the injury, and they're the ones that form the bond. I don't understand how he formed any sort of a bond with her. Because he was a vegetable when he was getting operated on. And she would have just been like, all right, see you. Yeah, See, so I had a bit of mint. Can, can I segue into my first dislike with that? Oh, go for it. Her intro was worse than in the trailer when it's like it comes in with that light behind yeah. her, like a like yeah. a yeah. angel from <laughs> angel. I'm like, man, that is be fine. on the nose. Yeah. Look that is so on the nose. Uh. You come out of it and you're like, you fucking lied to me, bitch. I've lost my leg. You said I was going to be fine. Like, <laughs> God. My biggest dislike was the villains. There yeah. was just this cavalcade of nondescript. Thugs, basically. All of them. All of them were thugs. Including the supposed big bad at the end. He's just another bog standard thug that we'd seen before. No, he's a money launderer and fucking heavy for three different drug cartels. It was such crap. It was a big deal. And I still think it would have been better off going back to the friend being the, the, the villain. He had been in the building with him, and they're working together, and then there's a double cross partway well, through. He had a stronger motivation to yes. be related. Even to... Even though it was piss poor, as you yeah, yeah. to be related to, to yeah. the Rock. The problem with both of us, he was related to the secondary guy. He wanted to mm. take him down, and so we were kind of detached from it. Yeah. And as you said, both of it was lacking the charisma. He had zero Karasama. He had zero. He wasn't the caliber. He's a K. Yeah, he just he wasn't getting anyone through the no, door. No, but to me, you just give it a quick polish and you make Ben the villain because they're connected. You, yeah. you have a small part for the guy who created the building, then piss him off. Well, the whole time I was watching it, I was looking at both are going... Although not even close to the level of this, he's your Mr. Joshua. He's your yeah. he's your heavy or your Carl for someone else. Yeah, yeah exactly. He shouldn't have been the main villain. No. Yeah. No, he should have just been you know doing the work for somebody. Mm. Yeah. It but just it, it didn't make sense to kill off Ben, even though it was the best fight in the film in the first twenty five minutes, and the idea of the double cross was to put the rock in the crosshairs of the cops. Mm. But it it just didn't make sense because to me, you get him in the building, the fire breaks out. And then we find out that he's the villain. The Rock's trapped. Forget about the cops being after him. And the stuff with him was That's working. That's nothing. The stuff with him was working yeah. when he's walking out and he sees the iPad. Yeah. And he says, he's, you know, uh, what does he say? He says, why, did you, why didn't you just leave it? Yeah. And you can tell there's a bit of something to work with there. He's yeah. reluctant in a, in a sense because this is the guy that he has. And that means you could have jettisoned all that yeah. crap that they had on the ground with the police and after him. And he gets a bit emotional that. about they're supposed to be at the, yes. you know, he actually didn't want them in the building. Uh, like, it just, it worked better. And then we get Botha who's just kind of stock standard. And then you've there. got Noah Taylor who's just a useless waste. Now, yeah, there's look, no reason for him to be in the film always a, I'm always try, I try to be supportive of our Aussie <laughs> actors but Noah Taylor is in career worst form. Yeah. He is from the <laughs> second he's on screen. Again, me and you both looked at each other I think you said it to Maddie too. You said something to Maddie and then I leaned to you and said look at the little slimy bastard. You can tell yeah. he's He's yeah, the it. first time you see him, you go, "Well, he's never a good guy." Like it's, and it's the, the f- second biggest signpost <laughs> of the end of the movie. Not and that he makes is, it to the end. The fact is, he's only in it for oh. about twenty minutes. He didn't need to be there. Yeah, his role, his role was where Ben was. He was on the inside. Yeah, like 
so then we get <laughs> Noah Taylor having to deliver a career worst performance for a very good actor. Yeah. And like every line he delivers is like a snivelling ten year old kind of <laughs> who hasn't got what he wants. Please, you being in the hell he's not Poncing, poncing Englishman in that. Yeah, and then, and the um, children. I'm after the children. It was so bad. I was saying to the boys after he got thrown off the bridge, I was kind of half expecting them to open a door and him standing there covered in soot and got seized and stuff going, you can't get rid of me that easily. <laughs> Stupid like that. It was I'm just not dead, dreadful. but I'm very badly burned. <laughs> I'm very badly burned. I think my leg is broken. <laughs> <laughs> but the whole th- uh, like none of these people if you're running this building you have enough money to build something that's three times the size of the Empire State Building you're going to have more than two out of the five guys or less than two out of the five guys around you not trying to double cross you like is if you have that much power and that much money but you're going to get some quality staff and you're, pay- you're paying people well enough not to need to double cross yeah, exactly it's right. both that doesn't have the resources to be fucking outpaying you can you <laughs> explain what, what they had on Ben that made him do it like did he no. do it just because he was mad because he didn't lose his leg like is that his whole there was no explanation for no. Ben he just said oh Ben's that's problem that's other than Look at your life. You're a legless. Yeah. You're a legless dude who's just got back on on his feet. Yeah, you've had your life handed to you. Not really, mate. Pardon the pun. Pardon, pardon the pun. He's, <laughs> he's balanced on his foot, <laughs> and Ben's not happy about it. Yeah, it didn't make any sense. It, it didn't. It didn't make any sense. But if you took it into the building. But the idea, you know, you had what you have what I wanted. You like you got a family out of this. We all got fucked over, but you somehow ended up happy with a family. And here I am, living, quite frankly, quite a charmed life. But he's upset with it because that's he's got what he wanted. He could work with that. But but Ben could be the guy who's who wants to burn the pearl down to a, get the rock because mm. he's, he's he knows he's going to be there and he wants to take get him back. But he's also money laundering. With, you know, <laughs> who, who gives a shit? He's doing but, something, but he's 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 got it. We need a car drive goons. After we the, need a goon squad. He could yeah. have had a motivation like uh, like who like Jow's competition. He bought a bunch of shares in that, and they need to burn down the pearl to make his share prices crash, and his competitors go up, and they make a shitload of money on that way. I like guess that, what I don't understand. Life. It's not hard to do that. But what I don't understand is in the scripting phase. What what were you think? What were you doing? Were you just Cramming everything into it. Well, I think that because to me, yeah. only that's how you end up with Noah Taylor in the movie. It, 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 all it did was just make it more and more overstuffed mm. that you could not get anything out of it because yeah. you didn't yeah. really know motivations of anyone. Both is rambling on about his funny connections to the cartels and stuff, and I was just going, "What are we talking about? Why did it need to be three cartels as well?" That sums it up. Yeah, he's he's a he collects for three cartels. Okay, yeah, one would be sufficient for the narrative <laughs> purpose. No, but he's really plot. bad, Jared. It's three. Very, very it. bad. God. My first really big dislike: <laughs> Chekhov's reboot um, oh, yeah. of the iPhone. That was the biggest Ooh. signpost for the fucking final part of a movie oh, I've ever oh. seen. I looked at Jared. I said, "I guarantee later on they have to reset the building." Yeah, I'm not sure enough. Chekhov's IT department. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie to that entire sequence where he turns around and goes, "Who 
he loves you. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, he, was going, he was going, who loves you? And I'm thinking, your audience used to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even a guy like The Rock, who's so charismatic, he's tried, he's doing his absolute best there, but it's not working at all. That, it was just that so little bit is just like, oh, my God. This, this, the dialogue all through the movie was just dead. It was just flat. Yeah. No, but that shit reminded there. me of like them trying to build his relationship with his kids and th- that little thing that he does with them reminded me of in Face Off when uh, John Travolta does the hand over the kid's face thing mm. and it's just creepy as fuck yeah. this was the same it's just like the wrong vibe it's yeah. like no one actually does that you know he say he's like love you guys I'll see you later oh nice thanks dad you know I love you too like that's yeah. what actually happens yeah, no one has these little staged fucking farewells no. well, coming back to what you said before about leaning into it and giving him those one-liners would have actually helped. Yeah. It's funny to think about that because when you look at Die Hard, it's full of one-liners. But the film is so well plotted and is tense and exciting that those bits are comedic gold, but they get laughs in the cinema, but you're also on the edge of your seat. Whereas this one needed a bit of that. The biggest audience responses of the whole movie when we were watching it one of them was the guy when he makes the leap. Yeah. The little guy in the kind of FBI thing, like, yes, when everyone else is kind of, this is the bad guy. Yeah. That got a laugh. There was one of his lines about, oh, I can't remember what it was, but it was essentially about how the movie's so over the top. Like, it, he says at one point, this yeah. is ridiculous or something. Mm. That got a bit of a chuckle. Like, that's where it should have should have gone. You should yeah, have yeah. realised that you can still do that and have your, you know, hefty action sequences and... It would have worked far better than, you know, who loves you. Like, yeah. <laughs> and the idea of the fire in the building, it just didn't didn't do anything. Like, it didn't, no, it didn't create anything. It gave them an opportunity to speed it up and slow it down. Yeah, but it didn't but do it was, anything for me. Like, I was yeah. just kind of sitting there going... Okay, so the issue for me was, as you said, like, this is this is one of, probably my major dislike was the over overstuffed. So we start out... He gets the iPad. The iPad's pretty important. Then we seem to place all of, all, all of it's around the iPad. He doesn't have the iPad, blah, blah, blah. Ben gets killed. We're still after the iPad. He loses the iPad. Oh, shit. Now what does he do? So he's got to get on the building. But then how does he get on the building? Okay, so we've got to solve that problem. He's got to get above the fire line because his family's in there. So then we get the family and it's like, okay, so he's in there. We should be focusing on we've, got to get, we've all got to get out of this situation. He's... While the fire's creeping up, he's got to get to his family. He's got to get them out. We fucking solve the family problem. Then fucking both is trying to get into the room, which seems to become the big issue. But the fire's still going. So by the time we solve the fucking getting through the door, the fire's gone up to the top. And it's like, so what happened to the sense of urgency that that should have created? Mm -hmm. We sat here looking at a fucking steel door and it was pointing in different directions the whole way. So it lost track of... The fire's burning and we've got to get our fucking asses yeah, higher and higher and higher. And so to me, you've got you've got the impetus and the and the, the excitement of every floor we go, it's right up our bum. So are all these guys with guns. Yeah. We are under the hammer. We've yep. got to stay on the move, get yep. to the roof. So the bad guys are close to the guys are garden area and yeah. And she's like, okay, we're just going to keep going. And they're kind of calm. And then the fire starts coming through the floor. Yeah. That's the only time it's really tense. And then I suppose when they're trying to walk over that fucking plank yeah. and he's somehow <laughs> holding a bridge 
even though he's holding the like, fucking cables of the bit that he's on the same side as. Yeah. Like, that's like when you were little and you were sitting on a chair and you're trying to lift the chair at the same time. Where his face, like, his face looks like he's... fucking illogical. Like, he's like, I can't hold it. It's like, mate, you're just pulling on steel cables attached to the bridge you're standing on. You're yeah. not stabilising anything. And his face looks like he's oh, dropping some cable. I can't <laughs> hold it. She needed to turn around and go, mate, look what you're fucking doing. I'm actually doing everything here. You're holding steel cables for no reason. They got mixed up. They thought it was the Hercules movie again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the, the thing is, the fire should have been the big problem with the bad guys. Yeah, they're going to be a huge inconvenience. But, you know, that's that's how it works. We think we're out of the fire. Oh, oh the bad guys fucking stopped us at this point or whatever. Yeah. But it flips. And both of it becomes the main problem. And the fire is a, major, also, a minor inconvenience. Couldn't we be working yeah. our way up? And we're getting cut off, and we've got to find other ways to get up. Which is a little the bit roof. The roof is where we're season. going. Yeah, yeah we've got to get above. The this. roof is is where we're going. That's, I love the that's deep blue seas where they should have gone with this movie. That's all well, you need to know. Have, but the deep blue seas are movie than this. Yes, that's and my honestly, point. I also come back to the fact that you know how you talked about the um, the Chekhov's Chekhov's um, reboot. <laughs> the reboot. Yeah. Also, the fact that oh, I'll just turn on the um, fire countermeasures, and now it'll. It'll, it'll douse the she entire thing. Are like, you oh. kidding? That building was ruined. All the buttons, all she had to do was go, oh, please stop fire. There should just be a please stop fire button <laughs> on the fucking iPad. But the fact is, like, that, that building has been on fire for an hour. Well, yeah. if we're the honest... measures are knackered. If we're honest, look, the Rock's a fucking contractor. He sh- his iPad should not have been able to take over the entire building. Yeah. Yes. His access... And why is there only You've been one? given administrator access. Excellent. We'll just fucking take over the building with your iPad. Like, this bloke had... This bloke was swiping, you know, like David Copperfield over his watch and opening doors and all sorts of shit. As if he's giving you enough access to take over that building. Like, it's ridiculous. Override. It's he, ridiculous. Even the part where it's like, look, oh, look, his penthouse is on the same... It's on its own fucking link and you can't do anything. He's like, oh, I'll just go to the fucking... The, the backup panel and cut a cable and the fucking door's open. <laughs> Maximum security. Like, there's no way anyone else could figure that out. He just goes to a thing on the wall and goes, where's the fucking panel? And it goes, yeah. oh, here. Yeah. I'll just go there. <laughs> Fuck off. Uh, yeah, personally, if it was me, I'd have been... Why is his door attached to a cable? I'd have been given administrative access. Electrical to the iPad, then I'd just be playing Candy Crush or something. Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised you haven't started talking about the duct tape yet. Don't, uh, mate, I've got, I've got a, a big tee up. <laughs> I'm going to tee off in a second on all the derivative <laughs> shit. Just give me a second. <laughs> the, the artificial God. leg, to me, is pure... And simply a gimmick. It's a hundred. It was used. It's rubbish. It's why it was funny. It is used wholly and solely as a gimmick. Yeah. It didn't even need to be there. No. He should have thrown it at someone. At some written, that would have been great. They've they've written written like a backwards. boomerang. Surely they've written backwards. How are we going to wedge this door open? I don't know. What if he had a steel leg? Oh, great idea. Let's fucking oh. write that into the screen. Nothing else works. A flathead screwdriver. Ask Bruce Willis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah fucking steal that too, you dogs. Yeah. But the, <laughs> But the doors, you know, bigger and stronger. Go. The doors bigger and stronger than Die Hard, so you need something that's a bit yeah. thicker and bigger than a, a screwdriver. Then so if it's, it's pinning the door open, when you go through the door, you can't just slide your fucking leg back out and put it back on. It's wedged in. Oh, there. I love the fact yes. too that oh, it he, is. He, it, it, that whole bit where he swings across and it c- catches around his leg, and he falls against the window outside, and then suddenly <laughs> his leg slips, yeah. and he's like, oh, jeez, oh, yeah, it's supposed to be tense, and I was just saying, oh, And then he does, God. like, a gymnastics move where the leg comes out and quickly flips so he's, he can grab onto the leg. It reminded me of Cliffhanger, where just... you can't reach someone 
because they're too far away from you. But then they start falling, and all of a sudden you've got this fucking extra long arm somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't do a crash to grab my leg. Now I'm plummeting <laughs> towards Earth. I'm going to lunge up and grab it against gravity. Like, uh, come on, mate, hit us with the um. Okay, you ready? Derivative shit. Okay. Stealing from a really much better movie. Okay, the rope over the side when he goes over the white. It's even white. That's the fucking fire hose reel from Die Hard. Yep. Sorry, stole it. The wind turbines. Yep. That's when Bruce Willis has to pin the fucking the fans yeah. in the air conditioning duct in Die Hard. The duct tape. Pretty sure Bruce Willis uses duct tape in Die Hard. Oh, yeah, he does. Uh, calling for his wife and the crowd when they come back down. He's walking through all these police after this big thing in a high-rise building, calling for his wife, Sarah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But could have been... Someone else. <laughs> that was super derivative. And I was already mad talking to Jared. And then the fucking cop comes up and goes, oh, it's really nice to meet you face to face finally. It's like, you are not our pal. This is not Die Hard. Get the fuck away from me. Yeah, I was so fucking angry. I was raging, man. You don't know him. <laughs> oh. yeah, just nice to meet you. Also, That's also, not an homage. That is plagiarism. Oh. He's fucking ripping it off. Also, also, um, they never... Like, I know that they sort of provided some details that maybe he wasn't in on it. But still, I think he's been brought in for questioning. He's still a person of interest. You're a person of interest. The crowd is loving him. They're not going to arrest him in front of you. You're still not allowed to assault a police officer. He punches that police officer and pushes them both over. Yeah. Can't do that. They were just trying to do their job. That bit at the end with the sort of our pal situation, that pissed me off. Mate, obviously. Because it was like, you know, in in Die Hard, it was that they have a relationship over the, the radio. And they talk, they get emotional together, yeah. and they finally see they each other at the end. And, yep. This one, you do not know the bloke from a bar of soap. <laughs> you never spoke, spoke to him. I'm just thinking, who came up with this? Why did they think this was useful? We were yeah. a diehard, obviously. Well, well, that's yeah, well, that's what that's the problem. Like the whole the whole time, it was put out as a as a that it was paying tribute to these things. And as Gibbo said, that's not paying tribute. That's just taking the line without any connection to... Yeah, we understand he's on the outside. This bloke's on, you know, on the inside. But there was never a connection. So using the line just feels like a cheat. Like, it's... it's As you said, it's caused you more angst than it has kind of... Oh, that's a nice touch. Like, angst is too light. <laughs> yeah, yeah it just kind of feels like... But it was, um, it was the whole... Every single part of it was like that. It's like, let's just use it, but we won't attach it to anything. There's no emotion. There's no excitement. There's no... I mean, even when he's when he's hanging off the edge edge of the building and then he's going through the turbines, there was just no excitement at all. Mm. None. <laughs> so Bruce, and Bruce sorry, Willis... The best duct tape in the world doesn't hold you to the side of a building... All the way across it. Like, after the second time you pull your hands off the glass, the tackiness is gone. I use duct tape a lot at work. It's not that good. I was going to say, yeah, he's he's picked up a bit of dust and it would have just been him going... Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Plummets to his death. Oh, but it's... Yeah, it's... That's the problem with the whole thing. Bruce Willis and Die Hard managed to wring more excitement out of a frigging air conditioning fan and vent than he did out of the world's biggest spinning turbine... You know, a hundred floors off the ground. Yeah, and that's the thing when Bruce Willis is on top of the lift and it's going up into the 
the thing yeah. like they try to do that with the with the tower crane mm. and it's just got none of the same yeah. effect and I'm not opposed I'm not opposed to like that supersizing it and having a bit of fun with it but the, yeah. the fun just wasn't you knew what was going to happen as soon as like, they, when they um, when they get rid of ne- Neve Campbell out of the building with that stupid look I am elevator. not I am oh. not like, buying into that you, you, of you knew no. what was going to happen drop, drop the um, elevator shaft and then punch this thing as it's coming down and this, the, the force the force that was going the magnets wouldn't have even no. touched the side although that's probably one of the more scientifically bloody, or not scientifically but Close one of the more correct in that yeah. you know normal elevators do have those emergency yeah. brakes if the cable, for if the cable snaps yeah but as you said I've never seen a little bit too I've far never seen a magnet long. spark as it yeah. slows you down yeah. it's, it's, it's an electromagnet Matt you don't understand <laughs> <laughs> and I understand I do understand what the filmmakers would be saying is that they're saying look you're supposed to just turn your brain off you go in you're supposed to just get involved with the fact that it's over the top but it needs to be that kind of movie then but that's correct you because I felt you. I felt like you to playing it too straight but it, like even even the switch your brain off has its limits. If yeah. it's too much to to call, you're enjoying. And it I've got a small brain. You think I'm switching that thing off? Exactly. I'm, I'm basically lobotomized. Yeah, yeah, you know, I should love the brain trust here is questioning the science behind your film. <laughs> There's, there's probably indicative that there is large issues with what you've presented to us. Yeah. yeah. No, no fair test has been, <laughs> has been completed. This, this, this isn't exactly the curiosity show. <laughs> 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 yeah. I would just say that the movie's very lucky I actually watched it in the cinema because I wasn't able to take notes. Yeah, we're not Because just... I would have had a lot more shit to go off about. Mm. I can only remember a few bits and pieces where I wasn't like... My eyes are bleeding with rage. I've got so, a few more. Do you want to talk about them? Or? If maybe you got more dislikes, they'll probably just remind me of shit. What do you I got? What do you got? What do you got? Okay, so the Daily Exposition News oh, Channel. Right. I think it was ENN Exposition <laughs> Nightly News that opened up the proceedings and told us everything we needed to know about the. Uh, the Even with him and his mate on the boat when they're talking at the start, it's like, yeah. oh yeah, you know, like oh, everything they say, it's like, so you did this, didn't you? And it's like. Like they're best friends. They don't yeah. have to. They don't just chat the about shit. The funny thing about that conversation put the gun. Of, I haven't touched a gun in ten years. Yeah, yeah. pretty sure we'd know that. And the, a couple of times when you, you're watching them to interact, it, the guy playing Ben kind of looks like uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> you know, basically doing the saying that sort of bullshit. Because yeah. he feels unlucky. He's not an amputee. He's, he's living the shit life. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. He's he's a dumb character. Um, the other one was uh, when he first introduced him to the, you know, the room upstairs, and you kind of saw that and thought, okay, so this is where we're going to end up. Yeah, the Hall but of Mirrors. His delivery of from End of the Dragon. His delivery of I'm over there was one of my biggest problems <laughs> <titles laughs> in the movie. Oh, I was just like, oh, I'm right behind you. As we said, as we I'm said, over here. As we <laughs> said, no, no screen is going to fool you like that. <laughs> like, I know he's got the technology, but I'm looking at that going. Yeah, that's not you. That when was. you turn a corner and like see something, you, you might be fooled for a second. But when yeah. he puts the gun down, the depth perception, like I don't care if they're fucking 8K Ultra HD shit, fine. You're going to hear with the gun get put down behind you, not in front of you. Yeah. And I don't understand the, the logic of how those cameras, oh, there's cameras on the inside and the outside. Cool, mate. That's not how that works. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, Keep going, Jared. Give me more. So, yeah, when I was saying that they, they kind of tried to go too many directions... When they went in to save the family, it was too easy. Like, the elevator thing was obviously fairly contrived, and it was just... Very convenient. It was very convenient, but, I mean, it was it was too... I'll hold the bridge up while you cross it. 
then you guys are saved. And it's like, so what the f- why the fuck did we invest this much of the movie going, I've got to save my family, I've got to jump off a crane to save my family, and then bingo, you basically, you've done it, but then the tether that's keeping you in the building is mm. one of the characters that we've barely spent any time with. That's all you said to her the whole movie is, who, d- who loves you? Yeah. Daddy, that's all we got. Yeah. So, yeah, we understand why he's in there, but again, there's nothing for the audience to really latch on to. I know, I didn't like her as a character, so I'm not invested. Yeah. This was one of my uh, dislikes where it was probably verging on with Maddie. This was another one of my biggest laughs of the movie was... There was a guy in there. He was uh, six six foot, roughly. Um, spoke with a Scandinavian actor. Oh. Was it this guy? <laughs> <laughs> His eight options that fit that description. Six foot two, white, European accent. That guy. Yeah, he didn't it. even give us a hair colour. <laughs> He's got a sandy blonde <laughs> sandy blonde hair, um, tanned complexion. Now, hang on, they're not talking about running drugs for a car- three cartels? That guy. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. they, they mentioned nothing but yeah, six feet Scandinavian yeah. accent. Dang, that guy? Yeah. yeah. And he had a case. Like the case, the name on the case. Yeah, I can run with that, but... Six feet in Scandinavian. Oh, yeah, we know that guy. Don't yeah. worry, we're saying we're handcuffed. People of interest. Oh, this is bullshit. I grew up in Japan. Oh, you know, that's just that's just leaning too much on technology. And it reminded me, I was listening to a, uh, the Rewatchables podcast on The Ringer today. Yeah. And they did Mission Impossible. Yeah. And they told me in the first one where Tom, Tom Cruise gets on a laptop and he goes, uh, types in internet access. And that brings up shit. And they're like, that's not how that works. <laughs> this is the same thing. You don't just type in... Uh, six foot wide Scandinavian <laughs> there's the bad guy it's just that's laziest yeah these are all the sort of things I oh. couldn't write down what else you got <laughs> you got anything else yeah um, how come the Rock's family is the only family living in this building because he's a security consultant yeah they can't they open it to everyone else until it's the, but yeah, why is he there but everyone below that no was reason. there yeah, 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 yeah. So there was a commercial district, but there was no one yeah. else in the residential because it wasn't insured yet. That was the whole reason they had to get the security thing done. Yeah, they couldn't get insurance for the residential portion of the building. Well, they've done commercial. that before you built it. Yeah, honestly, yeah. nobody is insuring that building. Nobody. It's the biggest underwriting for a, a built structure in the history of the world. <laughs> they say that. That's how you know it's right. Oh, He's on the cover man. of a lot of magazines. Yeah. I love that bit at the start too. They're like, Chow Chi, Chow Chi, whatever his name is. And they just keep saying it. It's like, okay, good, we get it. He's on the news, guys. Yeah. Yeah, but that was Exposition Central. Yeah. <laughs> X- a- A-N-N, that's Joe. A-N-N was in full cry. <laughs> uh, yeah. The, oh, we've probably already said it, but the, the bit where he was hanging by the leg and or the bit before that where he does the leap was just we've that. ludicrous. Yeah. Like... The movie was over the top, but that stretch of, you know, two minutes where he leaps out of that thing, manages to latch onto the rope, whilst his whilst his momentum's coming downwards, he quickly slips quickly slips the foot through the bloody loop at the end. Yeah. I can't do that on a fucking rope just... swing over the river, let alone hang yeah. up a fucking superstructure. <laughs> I was just like, this is just ridiculous. But when... going back to going back to Tom Cruise, I ask him what it's like to try and fucking jump from one structure to the other and not injure yourself by landing on your chest. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tom didn't do so well. <laughs> no, he didn't. And it wasn't quite what the rock was supposed <laughs> well, to do. Jackie to. Chan, what happens yeah, when you yeah, land when he your broke foot? his foot. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, jumping no. through the jumping through the turbine too. How come when he jumps through it, he's like hugging the the pole. When he jumps back out, wouldn't he just go off the edge of the building? Well, no, there's a little ledge that he made, but he also had duct tape. Matty, don't think he just stuck <laughs> oh, the, the duct, duct tape. tape. Duct the duct human tape. flight. 
and his zin rope that was just dangling there and ready they, for him to land his steer, landed the stirrup and off he goes. They, they continued to, to, to try and ride that duct tape joke <laughs> all the way through. They were crapping on about how duct tape does everything and duct tape's good for this. Mate, it's a great like, ad for duct tape. What are we talking about? Just get on with it. I like that the knife was like an ornamental wooden. <sighs> yeah, and the totem pole that he uses to like, wedge in the window. Not least of all the fact that when he like if you're going out the window and down sideways. direct like vertically that's fine yeah. but he goes sideways all it does is pull that sideways it falls out the window yeah. and everyone dies that's right we'll just hit yeah well then well yeah, I, I think underneath because it'd be like an earthquake when he yeah. hit, it'd be like a fucking meteor hitting the earth well, I think at the, at the um, when he gets out of the building and the police are all patting him on the back that's what he's being asked questions about look you did a wonderful job saving those people but that fucking thing you dropped out the window killed about yeah. 20 <laughs> people that were standing under Bruce Willis got in trouble for all the broken glass yeah. Yeah. Did, did, did he save anyone but his family no so why are we patting the guy on the well, back? Well, he saved Joe because he, so the building stopped burning. But he got <laughs> in. But he didn't press it. That is what Come on, yes, too serious. He pressed the stop burning button. They saw him hanging out the window and they thought, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's going, look at this bozo. Also, everyone knows that women can't get credit for anything, so it has to be the man that gets the credit. Just ridiculous. She ends up doing. She basically does everything. Yeah, mm. but he's got, mate, he's got he's got cases to answer. The 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 chunky statue. Yeah. The bits of debris that he dropped while he was fucking clinging yeah. onto the edge. The running from the police after the police being up charges. Stealing a police motorcycle, a la Nicolas Cage in fucking Conair. Another derivative <laughs> scene. <laughs> Mate, him right behind that block, that is exactly the same layout as him. So I wish they'd taken Nicolas Cage's haircut from Conair. Oh, yeah, yeah, the rock. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, imagine that. Imagine the rock trying to work his way through that. <laughs> Put the bonnet back hey, in the oh, box. Mate. <laughs> mate, I'm telling you, I... Again, we came back, we talked about this the last time, the rock has got a lot of real crowd pleasers in his resume. And a lot of films that everyone likes, but he hasn't got Still that gem, and I, yeah. I, he's getting further away from it. The last good one was Jumanji, and that was more of an ensemble than anything else. But that was a comedy sort of adventure, you know. That 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 had a few hit a few boxes. But That's why I think it was taken to He had Baywatch, like yeah. he's had some stingers. Yeah, he's, he's going away. He's actually money. falling away he's from money. A real gem, like he needs. But it. he's booked in. He's booked in two years worth of projects or. Five Hobbs and Shaw could be good. I mean, honestly, there's cases to be made that something like Walking Tall is his best movie, which is not a great thing. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm dead serious. You go through some of those movies, things like Walking Tall, um, uh, Rumble in the Jungle, or The Rundown, whatever you want to call it. Welcome to the Jungle or Rundown, yeah. Jumanji. There is kind of his best Scorpion movie. King. Walking Tall. Scorpion King. Walking Tall's not as bad as I remember. I, I remember it was all right. right. Yeah, like that's that's you know. I just didn't like the fact he was walking around the the baseball leg of a chair or something. Yeah. <laughs> Weapon of choice, mate. But well, yeah, you're right. Better than walking around with bloody all the shit that he's getting around with in this. I, I just walking around with the bloody axe that looks like it's out of dead space or something like that. <laughs> it does. <laughs> he's getting further away from the gym. Yeah, like he just but seems to be getting away from the it. money. Just keeps rolling in. Yeah. So he's working with the same people and. I 
Yeah, I just, I just like I to see, see. I can see his whole career, and I'm not. I'm not knocking him because I, I understand you've got to. You, you've got to. You know, back up your projects. You've got to have two or three projects in the pipeline. You don't mm. just go and make one movie, and if it's a turd, yeah. you haven't got anything in the bank. But I'd love to see him have. He's got Fast and the Furious. He's got um, Hobbs and Shaw. He's got all this stuff up his sleeve. I'd just love to see him go and do something a little slightly over here that yeah. might be something more. Because he's yeah, capable. Probably, I didn't, I didn't, he's really capable. I, I believe he's capable. I didn't really include those. Like some of those Fast Fast and the Furious movies might end up being his better movies. Yeah. But the guy, they're not really his movies. No, they're, they're major ensemble pieces. Yeah, whereas even Jumanji with the with the other characters, it's still kind of his movie. Yeah, yeah. I, I just feel he could stretch. He's he could. He's, he's still better. got. He's, he's still got. Better. He's still got four or five years of being a, a key action star up his sleeve. But he has got the capability but what of making a really good the film. The dude is a mutant. I was he's say, so big. What, what do you, do you want use to dramas, see? thrillers? Like but he's always going to look. You know, out of place. somebody came up with Predator, which worked really well for Arnie because it was like he's the he's the ultimate male specimen. He's the picture mm. of like. Male perfection as has been presented to you. You go to the gym, you build up your muscles. You're the ultimate man, but you're nothing compared okay. to. Okay, like, I'm going to throw this at you. They, they came up with ideas. Hypothetical. Do you think if Die Hard starred The Rock instead of Bruce Willis, would it be as good a film? No. Fuck no, Hell definitely no. not. Do so you think it then gets twisted because he comes in? He's a big specimen. Yeah. You've then got to change the, you lose the dynamic of who he is. Yeah. Even this, this project itself probably would have lent itself to better to somebody who's probably a bit more lean. You can still yeah. go muscular, but someone a bit... Because of him running, it just looks ridiculous. So the funny he'd thing be tired. Is, he'd be tired after running 100 metres, let alone climbing up the scaffolding to get to the so top the, of the... The funny thing is, you we look back at The Rock's resume and one of the biggest laughers is Hercules... But that's probably more in the realm of, of where, what, where he should fits. Yeah. Because it's kind of like a Conan. Obviously, the Hercules, they tried to go for a bit of comedy in that. But you could imagine the Conan remake with The Rock not yeah. being too yeah. much different yes. than what it was. Yes. You know? Exactly. To me, I just think that this film, and, and again, it's sort of trying to be hypothetical on this whole thing, but why does he have to be ex-SWAT or FBI? Why can't he be a... Everyday guy who's in, in in the security industry who gets suddenly in the shit. He's not superhuman. He's not doesn't kick ass because he never has to in this film. There's one fight and it's between him and his mate. His mate. Yeah. That gets assholed, and he's he's just up against the fire and these goons who have got something going on and he has to basically try his best to take them out because of his family. But what says it like the ones that I've enjoyed the most even wasn't a great movie but. What was the one with his son? Snitch? Snitch. Yeah. yeah. It was all right. All yeah. he was was a freaking truck driver. Yes. He, was, he was a guy that obviously had a good physique, but he was he owned a truck driving yeah. business. That's all right. So Sylvester Stallone was a truck driver too. And the arm. Truck driver had good On yeah. the side. Yeah. You got to chug that oil, turn your hat backwards. Yeah. yeah. I, I just, I guess, I could look at it this way and I keep thinking, why do these heroes have to be so... Well, so over <laughs> the top... Because He-Man exists. That's yeah, but, why. but again, <laughs> we, I guess you can't buy The Rock as not being anything more could. than a... Well, yeah, you probably the, could. The truck driving, the the, father, the caring father who has a truck driving business, you can cop that. Mm. Like, you, you, you don't can, have to you have can dress him where it's not obvious. Like, in you the scene where he's wearing a suit, suit he's a big guy, but you don't know that he's a yeah. fucking tank. Yeah. Um, I just feel they could have played down the fact that he was 
a heroic person who'd lost a leg, he was, you know, FBI or whatever, it just brings on this idea of he's got all these skills, so you know he's just going to tag he's these guys. He's, he's just going to tag both of them. Yeah. If he's if he's a security expert who has none of that, he's suddenly in the poop in this massive building that's on fire. Yeah. And you are getting this sense of danger, mm. danger at every turn. Because this guy doesn't know how to get out of In this particular movie, I think that was okay. The background fit with the fact that he's gone into the security expert. Yeah. The leg, look, we could discuss that, whether it needed to be to that length or not, but the background that he had and, you know, getting out of that, being a security, that fits. And the best fight of the movie was against someone equally qualified. Yes. The problem was, by the end of it, he'd done all that, like, the, the building, just scaling every obstacle that the building threw at him. A few more of the bad guys at the end should have just been punch-ups. Yeah. Get rid of the guns. It could never succeed because you knew every single time he was hanging off a building or jumping into a building or getting shot at from a heli- from a helicopters or whatever, you knew that he hadn't saved his son yet. Or I'll tell you what, mate. Saved I'll tell his you what, yet. I'll tell you what would have would done it for me. Hmm. He falls from the building and dies and Neve Campbell is put in the position of the hero. Fuck yeah, no one would have seen that. The, yep. the, uh, and, and it would have been like Seagal. Executive decision. Yes. Seagal. Seagal's the man. Boom. The Rock's the, rock's the man. The Rock's going to yeah. do it. Bang. Falls you could have changed care. the tone of the she, whole she, movie. She is then quickly. on her own with those two kids. Yeah, she sees it happen and she's like, all right, now I'm And because they'd already set up Fuck her. I love this. It would have actually, you know what, it would have actually had a bit of a meta aspect to it because that's kind of what happened in screen. Yeah. She was the leftover after the yeah. star died. Yes. And it would have meant We'd already been told that she was a very capable person. Yeah. So then she suddenly put, late, though. put into a situation where she's got to fight these folks and she has no knowledge of any of that, but she's tough and she needs to look after her kids. And her husband's dead. Mm. I would also say, and this isn't specifically the movie's fault, but the people that marketed the movie did it a massive disservice with the trailer and this is a lot of movies yeah. <laughs> every single big thing every single big thing that happens in the movie you've seen it already you've and you know what's ha- what happens there's no susp- like you need to not watch trailers at this point because they don't tease any anything they just show you the whole film yeah. well they like, tease the oh, trailer <laughs> Wait, I forgot about the bloody hard drive I forgot, you know, we spoke about it, but yeah, when, when we find out what he's actually got, and he goes like, put, you know, we get a little Do I miss that? No, like, that's not on the cloud. Yeah, he's like, I put some tracking, <laughs> I put some tracking stuff in it, and now I know all the details, blah, blah, blah. But, 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 but after about 30 seconds, I'm going, I wish he just stuck a post-it on that fucking hard drive that said dirt on both of That's yeah. all like. And they need to know this yeah. shit. How are they getting that out of his safe? <laughs> if he dies, the police will get it if... If I die, yeah. how? It's in your safe. Do you know what? Oh, you said uh, we haven't got the hard so drive, and I basically got what hard drive? <laughs> 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 in my mind, I was just like, that what hard drive are we talking about here? <laughs> then I've sort of gone, oh, oh yeah, yeah, that's tough. That's what I'm talking about. One so oversaturated that I didn't bump. actually remember any of that. The one where one guy somehow attached um, onto a bank transfer, somehow attached software that would then track every other bank tra- transfer that these people were making. And give you you audibly groaned when that happened. You're like, no. <laughs> the USB that was a transformer toy. Yeah. 
Because it looked like Soundwave. <laughs> so dull, oh, man. So uh, dull. Is that everything? Played oh, how about the? We talked about this with mirrors. How about how schizophrenic was everybody? As soon as it's like, oh yeah, how's everything going? And then oh, I'm getting my gun out. I'm holding you <laughs> hostage. I'm going to shoot you. Like the everybody was schizophrenic in the, in the movie. Well, it's because sure. three quarters of the cast were in a double cross situation, yeah. and that's why. I was for his kids to double cross him. Yeah. <laughs> That's enough, Dad. Pull a gun. Oh, We're in on it too. So is so that is that that's all I can remember? Can, I, definitely can I pose a question? Do you think? Don't ask me if I want a sequel. Action movies are dead. Damn it! Do you think that the rock fatigue is really as big a factor in the box office? Because yes. quite honestly, I came out of it thinking I'd go another another rock movie tomorrow. Mm. I just uh, wish it'd be a better written all, one. All no, these movies no, are starting I, to merge into one no, for me too because they're so quick together. I don't think the fatigue... I think there is some fatigue. It's four movies in 13 months. Yeah, five in 15. Yeah. He, is, five he, in, needs, he needs to step back. He, he actually needs to take a step back, not because it's fatigue for the audience. The audience loves him. It's to pick better projects. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Cause what I, I don't like, say no to much. So... My feelings on that would be, yes, the fatigue has definitely played a factor in the box office. But this is a shit movie. Personally, I think this movie could have been, could have made a lot more money if it was just half decent. Mm -hmm. I came out of that thinking, yeah, the fatigue's probably playing a factor in the box office, but I'd be happy with three rock movies a year, just not of this quality. Yeah. Mm. The problem that rock's got is, and that's what I'm saying, take a step back and pick better projects or you're going to become the fatigue is going to get serious it's going to, the rot's going to set in because you're going to make more and more shit movies and everyone's yeah. going to start going I'm sick of saying this turning into Adam Sandler it's yeah. a football team in prison not because yeah, I like him yeah. I like him as an actor yeah. but his movies suck and if we get to if he gets well, to that he'll lose some of the audience even something like Central Intelligence yeah, like, Central Intelligence is good um, but it's just as you said we, we, we've we had this discussion ages ago where we said he just doesn't have like a predator on the resume that yeah. Arnie had. He doesn't even have a true lies or a. So, yeah, I just, I just wish he would find. Just take a year off and, 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 knock it and out either pick better projects or take projects and build them up and make you know like and spend more time. Do you want him to do like Will Ferrell? I'm going to do Stranger Than Fiction. No, I just want him to do. I, I'm, I'm honest. I think he can a good do that. Movie. I think he can do that. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be an action film for me. I think he's a good enough actor no, it's to give us something, but it's got to have a little bit to pull in the crowds. Look, the only to me, the only time he can get into a dramatic thing is where it involves a little bit of comedy, like Pain and Game. Yeah, yeah, he was good there. I don't think he's a dramatic role. No, guy. but I think if if the right person can find him the right role, whether it be in a thriller or an actioner that's a little more grounded, and he can give a performance, even like he did here, which I thought still thought was all right. Mm. I think there's a chance that he could get one of those big ticket films on his resume. Yeah. That's the so only thing he's missing. He's got the box office clout coming out of his ears. He's got charisma. He's a decent actor. He's got the rig. See, I watched... The one thing he's missing is that absolute gem. I watched The Equalizer, obviously not that long ago, as I mentioned, and I think about that and I think if The Rock was in this movie, it's an action movie, it's not half as good because Denzel gives a fantastic performance in that movie and gives you these moments about showing his life and his, yeah. a little bit about his backstory and, you know, his relationships mm-hmm. with the people that he works with and stuff. 
The Rock's not there. So he's, it's got to be something like Predator. He did it's not have the opportunity. Movie. He did not have the opportunity. In no, this. but I mean, but what I mean is he, I don't think he can. I don't think he can, he's capable of delivering something no, like that. No, not to that level. Denzel's won Oscars, man. Like, that's that's next level. But let's be honest. But, that's, but I mean, so how do you get an action movie with more depth with a rock? Mm. With I guess I say all these things about... Better writing? No, but I say all these yeah. things like this about how he needs a great action film. But what was the last great action film? It was Mad Max. And there is no way that The Rock fits Mad Max, right? But so there's also no script in so that, really. There's really, like yeah. It's a visceral, text, yeah. visual so film. The, the, my argument against this is, is I, I heard a comics writer say this so, like, not that long ago, and it applies to all this shit, is that people say you can't do this, you can't do that, and they say you can't write this character. That's bullshit. All it takes is one person with a good idea. Yeah. You know, that that's all, all it took was one person with a good idea to turn Iron Man from a B-grade thing into a yeah. fantastic movie or put a great actor in there or... Um, it's just got to be that somebody comes up with a script like Predator. Mm. That was just... That was an action movie that required Arnie to be his usual mm. action man self, but it was a fucking great idea. Doesn't need the giant budget. That helps, but yeah. it's not dependent on the budget to get people to go. It's just got to be. It's oh, got to start with a fucking good yeah. idea and a good. Script. To me, it's just for me. It's it's not a fatigue. With there's a bit of it, but I just would like to see him just step back. The movie sucked. Something done sucked. by the Stranger Fiction guys. No, or something. Step step back a little bit and ha- and pick better projects. Yeah, and try to try to work better projects because yeah. it just seems that he's cranking out movies at a so why doesn't he solid level. But what, there's nothing spiking up. Why doesn't he tee up with Shane Black? Yeah, he could have. He could have gone into like a nice guys type movie. The nice guys would be a perfect example. But well, they talked about that doing something together like, with a quality actor like a Ryan Gosling, and he's playing off as the other. He can do some of that comedic stuff. Yeah. Okay, so he's not Russell Crowe. Yeah, but he could play in a role like that in a really good actiony slash thrillery movie. Isn't like, that Ben Simmons? Bill Simmons, sorry, not Ben. Bill Simmons was. <laughs> don't get on me. Are you back to Bill's son? Tired, mate. Bill's son, Ben. Yeah. The, um, but he, he's uh, he was saying the other day like these comedy actors have sort of a window of about four years before there's that fatigue sets in and people stop going to their movies or they stop yeah, being able to get their draw card. Yeah, then the, the next comedian comes along and, and well, even... I, and know, I think the rock had, had, had a bit of luxury from an action standpoint is no one's really came along, come along no, to, to, to push him out of it. But that's well, what I was going to say. I can see where he's coming from also because he's probably... He's, yeah. he's got a, like a physical window. He started a little bit late yeah, yeah. coming to the party and he's probably thinking, I need to get out what I can while I can because I'm not yeah. going to be able to maintain this yeah. totally agree. for a long he, time. He's not Tom Hay while the sun shines. Yeah. Simple. And he's making a lot of hay, so yeah. he's probably not sad about it. <laughs> so he's probably thinking to himself, I have to take that. I'll take these projects while yeah. they're there. Yeah. I'll take them. Look, no it's one's probably... no one's uh, arguing with his business. Yeah, argument. he's the hardest working man in Hollywood. Oh, absolutely. He's, no made, he's, he's made. Um... But he's making things like ballers. Can't he just cut that? Off? <laughs> oh yeah, spend less time on that. But all of these, all of these movies, I'm laughing at the laughing at the concept and saying this sucks. And he's made four hundred million dollars yeah. off all of them. Even this one that we're just saying this is one of his one of his worst, you know, one of his lower end efforts, and it's going to make bank. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's I not going to make as big a bank as they would have hoping, but it's going to make. I think in the scheme of things, yeah, there's probably a couple that he would look back on where he'd probably think, mm, yeah, maybe not the best pick. Tooth fairy. But well, Tooth Fairy, Baywatch. Like I think he made those choices. I um, maintain Baywatch could have been a lot better. Yeah, Baywatch should have been. been better. Should have been better. The idea was all right. The writing, God, talk about low hanging fruit. Yeah, I'd probably give it a four. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> all right. Well, that's that's the that's our. 
very in-depth review of Skyscraper. If you want to get in touch with us, send us an email at thrillme at iinet.net.au. We're on Facebook at Thrill Me Podcast Australia, Podomatic at thrillme.podomatic.com, and on Instagram at, at Thrill Me Podcast. Next episode, keep an eye on the Facebook page, but I did throw out, we would potentially, and you know, we'll, we'll talk about it off air, but I was thinking maybe we'd look at the two it. The, oh, uh, the first part, the first part of the the miniseries up against the the movie, and give our little sort of thoughts on those. I'm happy to watch them both again, and uh, and perhaps look at that. So Especially the new one. We'll have a bit more of a chat about that and off the air, and then uh, get back to everyone on Facebook to see where we go. But until then, take it easy, and we'll catch up with everyone later. Cheers. Find the podcast at Podomatic or on iTunes. Don't forget to rate and review. Like us on Facebook at Thrill Me Podcast Australia or contact us at Thrill Me, all one word, all lowercase, at iinet.net.au.